This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, April 27th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Today, President Joe Biden is expected to announce the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's updated guidance for wearing masks outdoors. Ahead of his first address to Congress on Wednesday, the president will give remarks on the state of the pandemic on Tuesday. The three people familiar with the expected announcement said Biden will announce new CDC guidance on whether vaccinated people need to wear a mask outdoors, though the final language of the expected announcement is still unclear. One of Biden's top coronavirus advisors, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, strongly hinted that the guidance would be updated this week. The Biden administration is also expected to announce as early as Tuesday several other new recommendations for fully vaccinated people, in addition to unmasking outdoors, a federal official told CNN. The official said the new recommendation will provide guidelines for activities fully vaccinated people can resume, suggested a broader list than simply guidelines on masks. The recommendations will also provide guidelines for infection control and prevention in healthcare settings. The CDC currently recommends those who have been fully vaccinated should still wear a mask and stay six feet apart from others in public when gathering with unvaccinated people from more than one other household and when visiting with an unvaccinated person who is at, at, who is at um, increased risk of severe illness or death from COVID-19 or if they live with a person who's at increased risk. Garnet Valley Middle School is returning to all virtual learning beginning Tuesday, April 27th, school officials announced Monday. Citing a recent increase in coronavirus cases and five new cases Monday, school officials said it was taking the action to shift students to all digital learning for the rest of the week. In a statement released Monday, officials said the decision allows us to mitigate the continued increase in probable or positive individuals who are in attendance during their contagious period, which will also lessen the opportunity for transmission within the school. The middle school went back in full in-person learning, uh, except on Fridays at the beginning of April with more than 60% returning to the classroom. There have been a total of 18 cases in 12 days. It didn't give us enough time to contact trace the cases and then communicate with families in time for school tomorrow, said the superintendent. The district said it is very, it's a very involved process to ensure that everyone is safe. Once we learn of a case, we have to look at the child's schedule, look at the seating charts in each class, and then do calculus of which student was within six feet within a prolonged period of time, said the superintendent. The spike in cases at the middle school comes in the middle of a spike in cases in Delaware County, according to the director of Delco COVID Task Force. School officials went on to say they hope to reopen the building to students to return for in-person learning on Monday, May 3rd. Pennsylvania drivers who fail to merge or slow, uh, slow down while approaching an emergency response area will now face big fines. Starting Tuesday, uh, April 27th, that's today, drivers who fail to follow the move-over law will face a two-point penalty. The drivers will also face a $500 fine for the first offense, $1,000 for the second, and $2,000 for the third offense. So this is at a, uh, at a merge point? Uh, no, this is emergency. 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 So you have to merge over emerge. Out, out of that lane. Yeah. Uh, so hold, hold on a second. Emergency meaning um, work being done on the road or an emergency vehicle coming up Anything. behind you? 
uh, or, or if there's, yeah, if there's any type of flashing lights or any warning that something is happening on the road, uh, they want you to slow down to uh, 20 miles less than what the speed limit is. If you, okay. if you can't get out of that lane and move over. Okay. Okay. So, but things like obviously you know the rule on the road is if you have an ambulance or a fire truck or a police car, you move off to the side, right? Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, that this doesn't pertain to yeah, that. that this, this isn't really right. for that. Yeah. Uh, to ensure the safety of all road users, especially those stranded by the side of the road and those who come to rescue them. Uh, AAA advises all motorists to always remain alert, eliminate distractions, and focus on the number one task, which is driving, said uh, Jana Tidwell with AAA. The law requires drivers approaching an emergency response area who are unable to safely merge into a lane further away from the response area to slow to at least 20 miles per hour less than the posted speed limit. I always come to a complete stop, Preston, and, and get out and say, Hey, mister, what are you guys doing? Yeah. What are you guys doing Every, over here? Yeah. You guys you, playing cards? Hey, mister. Um, you no, guys when, help when, with traffic. When I, see, when, when I see a vehicle pulled over on a shoulder that yeah. has a flat tire or whatever, you get over in the other lane. Yeah. I, yeah. You give them a buffer. I mean, right. I, I do because you never know when somebody might accidentally stumble and fall into yeah, the yeah, roadway yeah. and boom, you hit them dead and then everybody's in a lot well, of a tremendous uh, of hurt. amount of deaths occur because of that, of people yeah. fixing tires who are out there and you're right, they, sec- they may not realize that they'll step out into active traffic so you gotta be careful. Yeah, yes. so now Merge. it's a law. Um, emergency response areas is where an emergency vehicle has its lights flashing or where road crews or emergency responders have lighted flares, posted signs or tried to warn travelers. So any any situation where they're warning you that something's coming up, they want you to get over you to bring the other up lane. A good point because a lot of times I like to drive along with a lit flare out the window, and that, that's pro- I'm probably sending the wrong message. So dumb. <laughs> All right, it's sports this morning. <laughs> Joel Embiid scored 21 points. Ben Simmons had 12 in his return to the lineup. And the Sixers beat Oklahoma City 121-90 to last night in South Philly. It was the Thunder's franchise record tying 14th straight loss. The Sixers had an NBA season high 22 steals and Tobias Harris had four. The Sixers are at home again tomorrow night with the first of two games against the Atlanta Hawks. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Zach Wheeler took a one-hit shutout into the ninth inning and Reese Hoskins hit two home runs as the Phillies beat the Cardinals 2-1 last night in St. Louis. Hoskins' seventh career multi-homer game and second this season helped the Phils improve to 3-1 and one against the Wheeler God. struck out nine and beat Cardinals starter Adam Wainwright in a pitcher's duel that took only two hours and 22 minutes. Wheeler retired his first 14 batters until Paul De- uh, DeJong's opposite, opposite field single to right ended the streak in the fifth. This series continues tonight. Zach Eflin will get the start. Game time is at 745. And the Flyers will look to win their second game in a row over the Devils when the two teams play tonight in New Jersey. This is the second game of four in a row between the two teams. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Nick, the sheer force that comes out of your mouth when that you, they did it clip. I, I just. They did it! I mean, that's 28 years of built up excitement. Oh, man. Working its way out of my mouth hole. I think of the uh, of the X-Men Banshee. There's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. an X-Men named Banshee who Great can character. scream and destroy things with his voice. They did it! That, that would be you. It's a so. moment in time. It is. It is. All right, well, welcome to our time together this Tuesday morning. The Preston and Steve Show, happy to have you on board again. 
We'd like to reward you for for your undying loyalty and give you some money this morning. How about That's that? always good. Uh, the Money Clip Contest is happening at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. And we're just the first two stops on that money train through the course of the day. So don't miss the opportunity. These things don't last forever. I'm don't not, stop believing. I'm actually not sure when this particular promotion wraps up. I need to ask about Casey that. Casey and I were just having that conversation. We, we assume someone will let us know before we give Marissa away. Marissa yeah. held up two fingers. I got it, it right here. It's two days or two weeks? No, May 14th. May 14th. Oh, All right. oh. Yeah, a couple more weeks All right. after this week. So, right. awesome. Yeah, well, you're on board. Stick with it. All right, so your opportunity to win coming up 8 and 10. We also have some guests on the program. Uh, she will be performing at Helium Comedy Club on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Christina Hutchinson will be on the program. She's a local person, you know. And we will also have, speaking of another local, uh, Flyers alum, Mr. Brad Marsh is going to be on the show. Played in the late 80s, actually, throughout the all of the 80s for the most part. And uh, there's a charity event coming up and he wants to help out. And uh, we would be glad to assist him in that. So we have these things taking place and we have a Tattoos Day as well. So we have your chance to win some Preston and Steve flavored ink if you would like. Uh, text the word tattoo to 39333. We will just randomly draw a texter and give away a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and piercing. So get yourself set. I think we've covered all the bases. Yes, we're good to go. Ready. All right, we're going to break. We'll come back in a second. And there it is. When we return. <laughs> Give me the long one, man. Come on. All right. We will have a chance for you to win some more stuff. Stupid question. And the uh, entertainment report is up. So stay put. We'll be back in just a moment. WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to ask you a question. We're going to ask for that answer. And if you have the correct answer or the caller that gets through, you will win MLB The Show 21 uh, for our stupid question. And the question that I have for you this morning is, what country produces over 90% of the world's opal supply? The world's opal supply. Yes. And I guess it would be appropriate to say which country. That's that's right. the appropriate way to phrase it, right? Which when country, country. When country <laughs> produces over 90% of the world's opal supply. And I did not know this until this morning. 215-263-WMMR. You think with it. all the uh, opal chat you recently. Know, that we would have known we the origin. Known this. Yeah, but did not know. All right, so we'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for that answer. Tuesday, April 27th. It is the 70th birthday today. Of the spaceman Ace Freely. Oh, yeah, Ace Freely. Where is that? Oh, where's the music? <laughs> what is it? Is, is, that, is that a live party in his house right now? There it is. Okay, oh. sorry. Uh, Ace Freely is uh, seventy years old today. Do we have the clip of him? I do not know. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I was looking up something else. 
goddamn uh, spaceship. <laughs> he was he okay. was he was talking about his uh, tour at the time, yeah. and uh, he was excited about the stage show, and was hoping that they'd be able to put you know anything that has to do with his persona up on the stage, including potentially a spaceship. And uh, he was hilarious, and his. His delivery, his voice and yeah. stuff. He's just the I don't give enough attitude Absolutely, guy. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Here we go. It could be a full-blown show sure. with a, a goddamn spaceship. <laughs> on the stage. And then we also have a montage of him laughing. which Oh, yes. Okay, so this was, I think, when they were on with uh, Tom Snyder, Kiss. Right. And Ace was just, uh, he was, I think he was had a couple cocktails. Probably. And was in that mood, and he was he has got a funny laugh. So here we go. Tell me about it. <laughs> We are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting ready for surgery. I'm the trap player. <laughs> He's got that, yeah, that shrill. Cackle, yeah. In yeah. your face, cackle is the perfect word for it. But uh, listen, that band wouldn't be that band without Ace, man. And I tell you, the, the uh, when I did see them in concert the one time... They did some really cool uh, pyrotechnic stuff, right. and Ace goes to one end of this, the, the stage, and he leans back with his guitar, and he ho- hits a power chord, and he aims his guitar like a gun, <laughs> and he points up to the sky, and sure enough, this rocket shoots out of his guitar and explodes <laughs> in the far end of the stage. And I'm like, dude, God. it was badass. Yeah, so I saw Tracy Chapman do the same oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think she got the, the inspiration car, yeah. from, from Ace, but... Uh, Ace is 70 years old today, so happy birthday to you. Uh, Sheena Easton. 1980s darling. She Scottish. Was Scottish. Yeah. Always thought she was attractive. And then she got, for the time, got sort of ripped up, um, started doing... Remember, she got like really in shape. Really? Yeah, very yeah, much so. And, she, and wasn't she, hot? Well, she was, no, she was girl next door and became sort of uh, more like a... Um, like a, a siren, like a sexy siren. Yeah, yeah, yeah she did. And, and her and Prince got together. Yes. And Prince may have kind of, at Sugar that time, Wolf. Prince was playing the, the whole sexy card pretty hard. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Steve, I remember that. She may have done like some uh, commercials with, uh, what were the Bally's, you know? Yes, the yeah, I think you're right, place. yeah. Uh, so she really, yeah, she got in shape. herself in the shape. She's uh, 62 years old today. Uh, Kate Pearson of the B-52. Love her. Yeah. I listen to the B-52s every, at some point every week. No kid. Yeah, I love Deadbeat Club. Great band. Uh, I love um, uh, that that whole album. Yeah. Um, the, t- the title of the album is eluding me. Uh, I don't remember. Is it Bastard of the Satellites? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's good. God, but God, I, God. I do love me some B-52s. I remember, I, I've told you guys before, the first time I ever saw them was on Saturday Night Live. And I'm looking at this. I was a kid, and I'm going, What? the hell am I looking at? Yeah. And they were doing Rock Lobster, and I'm like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And eventually, I became a fan. And I'm telling you, that end jam at the end of Rock Lobster it's is great. just, when it's, they're just in a full jam, it's just, it's rock. But it doesn't have real distortion to it, but it rocks. Obviously, yeah. Fred Schneider had the novelty voice, yeah. but but uh, when they when the ladies would harmonize, yeah. it was awesome. Kate Pearson is 73 years old today, by the way. Uh, Jim Keltner. Jim Keltner, you may not know by name, but you have certainly heard of me. He's probably uh, the most famous session drummer that ever lived. He, he played and still plays with everybody, and I jotted down a note. Uh, on the back here of just people he's played with the years. Uh, this is 
Keltner? Uh, no, John, George, and Ringo. He did solo really? stuff with them. Yeah, wow. Bee Gees, Joe Cocker, Randy Newman, Steely Dan. On Josie, that's him. Oh, playing, really? Playing awesome. Awesome, awesome. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, not Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan, Neil Young, Brian Wilson, Cheryl Crow, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Simon and Garfunkel, John Mayer. It goes on and on not- and on. He's the, he's the on-call guy. Great, great. I mean, Steely Dan has so many jazz influences and so many of the top session musicians playing along like, uh, you know, Steve Gatt and uh, Tom uh, Scott and all these great people. I, Preston, just on a side note here, I saw a video of Karen Carpenter playing the oh, drums. Oh, playing a solo? Yeah, that's I been ne- making the rounds. Like I that. never realized she was that good. Yeah, she was a yeah. good drummer. Absolutely. I mean, their music didn't call for much. No. Uh, for her to perform, but she did some solos and she was proficient. Yeah, absolutely. You left out one pretty key name there, Preston. He also jammed with Ry Cooter. Uh, Ry Cooter? <laughs> yeah. We know Ry Cooter. I know you do. Just ask anybody in Ireland. I actually saw that. <laughs> talk, and I sorry. left it out because I didn't want to have to <laughs> tell me, the, do you know Ry Cooter? Tell the story. You're from the United States of America, mm-hmm. a country of about 320 Two million people. Have you ever met Ray Cooter? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, did you really leave it out on purpose? Yes. <laughs> well, I apologize. He, he was the longtime drummer for Ray Cooter, and I didn't <laughs> put it in there. I blew it. But there it is. It's all good. By the way, I shaved off population to be true to the time that it happened. Thank oh, you. Yeah. 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 Historically yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 333 million. Well done. Yeah. I just right. figured with the progression. Jim Keltner, great drummer, 79 years old today. Uh, William Mosley, the actor who uh, is in a couple of the Narnia movies. Narnia. Uh, <laughs> is he known as Billy Mosley? I don't know. He might be. Yeah. Kathy, what do you call him? Billy Mosley. Okay. Okay. By the yeah. way, we have, uh, so we have at our shore house, which is new to us, we have, there's a, a little half room. It's a tiny little door. It's like this big. It's a storage area. Do you have to go through a wardrobe? Yeah, I know. Tiny doors. But we call it, we call it Narnia. That's ah. it. Yeah. Where'd you put the chairs? Yeah. They're in Narnia. Narnia. And it's, a, it's a, like a little room? Yeah, it's a storage area. The HVAC stuff is in there too. Oh, right. and, okay. But but it's a uh, it's yeah it's this little half door. It's cool. Did you like the Narnia movies? I never saw them. I, I saw them. I uh, they were okay. Yeah. Uh, but they uh, th- there were some points where they 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 got enjoyable. They just I, never they oh, they were always living in the shadow of the Harry Potter. I, stuff. I read the entire book series. There's yeah. seven books in it, and they are great. And the movies uh, didn't quite. Deliver. I just remember the Lime Witch in the Wardrobe from middle school. People had that uh, in yeah. their back pocket. It was, you know, it's I magical. saw the book being yeah. carried around a yeah. lot. And Liam so. Neeson played the lion. Yep. So, uh, William, Billy, is 34 today. Billy! Uh, Sally Hawkins, Blue Jasmine, Shape of Water. She's the yes. female lead in the she's Shape great. of Water. And she's also in uh, the uh, Godzilla and... Oh, really? Yeah, King of the Monsters and uh, the most recent one. She's 45. And then the last birthday is R&B singer Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo is uh, 33 years old today. I can't believe you don't have any Lizzo on she her re- She's very talented. She re- we, uh, she recently had some um, weight loss, right? She's oh, been, she uh, did? Has yeah. she? Okay. That was she's, got, um, she's pretty... Like has like a foul mouth, I think. Oh, I saw, oh no God, yeah. I'll tell you what she I, is. I saw is her she... twice. I've seen her show. My girlfriend yeah. loves her, so I got to drag. You know, was dragged to two shows, and uh, the first show I was dragged to. The second show I went to uh, voluntarily because it's a great show. But Kathy, it's filthy. Is it's it? Like, right? Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, it's like a lot of sexual innuendo, but it's great. She's really funny and incredibly talented, and just she belts it out live. She's also a legitimate musician. I oh yeah, I mean yeah. she she yeah. can read and write music. Yeah. Is this a current picture of her? 
No, she hasn't. Uh, she hasn't trimmed down. She's uh, she's a big, beautiful woman. For and sure, she's man. proud of that as well. Yeah, she's yeah. sort of outspoken about you know beauty of all sizes. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's great performer. Thirty three years old today, Lizzo. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question and. Uh, who produces which country, when country, produces over 90% <laughs> of the country. world's opal supply? I'm sorry? How country. How country. 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Patrick for the answer. Hey, Patrick. Hey, what's going on? Yo, buddy. All right, so what country do we speak of here, sir? Uh, Australia. You're correct. Oh, yeah! Hang on, Patrick. For you, we have MLB The Show 21. MLB The Show 21 is fun for both hardcore and casual baseball gamers, no matter what your play play style. Sorry, MLB The Show 21 is covered. Uh, You can get it now for PlayStation and Xbox Xbox consoles at theshow.com. Click contestwmmr.com for another chance to win. Uh, Jersey Shore star Ronnie Ortiz Magro is speaking out. After being arrested for allegedly attacking a partner, he is on probation for attacking his ex, Jen Harley, with whom he shares a daughter. Thanks for coming here today. Uh, in a post on his Instagram story Monday, uh, he said he's grateful for all my real friends. I take all experiences as lessons. He said, "You learn who you really, you learn who you really cares about." When you're, <laughs> he didn't say that. I don't know. Yeah. It's what it says here. I don't yeah, know. I yeah, hope, yeah. I hope. That I hope sounds so. good. Go with that. Uh, when Do you he... know when company has when country has the most opals? Well, you know what? He misspelled your okay y o u r instead of y o u r e. He says uh, so. You learn who you really cares about when you're down and out. You got to ask yourself. And then he misspelled then as than. Okay. And then you see who doesn't. Uh, he got that right. Contraction yeah. All right. at all. Uh, but it, I guess they call it the weeding process. He wrote Jersey Shore, S-U-R-E. Uh, thank you to all my real friends who haven't left my side and haven't betrayed me. Uh, he was released from jail on $100,000 bond on Monday. Hey, too, Snooky. His girlfriend, uh, Sapphire Matos, also addressed the news on her Instagram story asking fans for privacy. She said, Ronnie and I are fine. Yeah. There's a lot of misleading information floating around out there. With- yeah. Anybody who reached out with concern, uh, with out without with concern, I appreciate it with all my heart. But everything that's being portrayed out there are no facts. There is no malice in my heart. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. We'll follow okay. that. See what's going on. Hey, Twitter and celebrities uh, feel as if the Academy got it wrong in overlooking Chadwick Boseman's performance. Uh, the late actor was. I believe to be a shoe-in for Best Actor in his role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and Anthony Hopkins won instead for The Father. Uh, TMZ asked United States versus Billie Holiday star uh, Andrew Day, Evan Ross, and Minnie Harlow if he was snubbed. They said he was, but Bozeman's family is cool with it. Uh, his brother Derek uh, told TMZ he doesn't see the loss as a snub, adding that he wishes all the best to Anthony Hopkins. It's very classy. He said because I'm sure Anthony would have if Chad had won. Yes. In fact, um, we have audio of his uh, belated acceptance. Speech. And before we roll that, Hopkins uh, was taken by surprise. The 83-year-old made history, becoming the oldest recipient ever for Best Actor, but he wasn't even awake to know about it. <laughs> His rep tells people that he was in bed. He said Tony was in Wales where he grew up, and he was asleep at four in the morning when I woke him up to tell him the news. So, yeah, we have a clip of Anthony Hopkins here. Well, here I am in my homeland in Wales, and at 83 years of age, I did not expect to get this award. I really didn't. And I want to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who's taken from us far too early. (laughs) 
really did not expect this. So I feel very privileged and honored. Thank you. Um, his rep went on to say after a year in quarantine and being double vaccinated, he was finally able to return to Wales and at age uh, age 83. But if we're going to talk about an actual contest, I smoked him. He said it was a great relief after such a difficult year, uh, but he loved the role in The Father, and his proudest, it's his proudest performance, and to be the oldest living actor to win in the category means so much to him. They say he's great. They say he's great in the movie. He's a guy going through uh, dementia. Yeah, and they're both in the Marvel Universe. They are. Yes, they are. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah I love it. Uh, now, continuing on that, uh, award shows, of course, have been famous uh, for snubbing The Daily Departed, and the Oscars were no exception. Uh, fans were outraged when Glee actress Naya Rivera and Rest Development's Jessica Walter were overlooked, and the two thousand uh, the two thousand twenty one In Memoriam also left out Fountains of Wayne frontman Adam Adam Schlesinger a significant oversight considering he was nominated for Best Original Song yes for that thing you do right um, but you know what they always some people fall through the cracks they always do you think they'd have, they'd get better at being more comprehensive about yeah. it but they don't yep. Uh, so people are pointing that out now. By the way, uh, viewership of, of the Oscars plunged uh, to 9.85 million viewers, less than half of the previous low. Uh, continuing a trend of significantly fewer people just watching award shows in general over the pandemic year. I mean, that yeah. has a lot to do with it. Uh, preliminary estimates from Nielsen are that the audience was 58 percent below last year's 23.6 million, which had been the previous least watched Academy Awards telecast. In addition to the lower viewership uh, that all award shows have been experienced after a year in which movie theaters mostly closed, many people were just unfamiliar with the movies or unexcited about the ones that uh, they largely saw by streaming them at home. There's a, mul- there's a multitude of reasons. That's some of it as well. And the the, the fact that I think... Just in general, there are so many award shows. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it's like, okay, enough. Yep. It used to just seem like you had the majors. You had the Tonys, you had the Emmys, and you had the Oscars. Um, and and then the Golden Globes as well, to a lesser extent. And so the, the situation wasn't helped by the, Emmys, right, uh, the fact that uh, the revamp ceremony showed fewer clips from the nominated films than usual, which could have provided a glimpse of the nominated performances for people at home. Uh, that weren't able to see the movies as they normally would in the past year, but, you know, who knows. They should have showed the entire movies and let yeah. you vote from your home. All right, uh, on to some relationship stuff. Pete Davidson and Phoebe uh, Denevor have seemingly confirmed their rumored romance with a documented PDA. Ooh, she's from Bridgerton, right? In Stoke-on-Trent, England. Yes, she is. Yeah. Uh, she's the the female, uh, well, she's the one in the relationship with the... Bridgertina. The stunning guy. What's that? <laughs> She's like the the main girl, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pair has been rumored to be dating for about a month. Those sources tell Page Six it's not too serious. Um, and an insider said, still, Pete must like her if he's flying off to quaint little English villages to hang out with her on the set. Do you think Pete Davidson has a shot at playing Bridgerton? Mm. No. <laughs> uh, they were also spotted wearing matching initial necklaces. Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I I knew people like that. Yeah, when you were dating, uh, like, when you like, were 14, you did. Well, so. no, I mean, just people who just the second that they started dating, uh, it, like, picked up real fast. Yeah. Real fast, and they would do little things like wear matching jewelry and stuff like that. And statistically, does it ever really work out? Not that, I Not that I've seen, yeah. Well, I will say, the initial jewelry is, like, a huge trend right now. So right. At, at least give them that. At least they're, at least they're on trend. All right. Well, uh, let's see how soon before she's getting ink. 
They were, uh, let's see here, but I, it says they were matching initial necklaces. I don't know what? if that meant they were so wearing each other's. Each other's or, or not. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, I know, they, so, yeah, I, I know somebody who does that. Like, well, you know what? his hey, initial? Both, they, PD, the Pete Davidson, uh, Phoebe Denivore. So there you PD, go. So that would. Oh, there. Hey, oh, didn't sense. he get immediately like an Ariana Grande tattoo? Like, I think so. Just like two months into that relationship? I think he's one of those. <laughs> yeah. I think he's one of those. Uh, who just very quickly goes, I'm in oh, love. I want you to have my babies. Yeah, right. We've known people like I that. I want to tattoo your name on my face. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Sounds great. Uh, so. Would you ever let someone do that? Tattoo no. my name on their face. Yeah, no. Like, if, like if for tattoos, no. they have someone. What do you mean? No, you let somebody get a giant monkey hand. Yeah, that, that was beautiful. I, I thought you meant someone I would potentially be in a relationship yeah. with. No, no, no. Oh, no. no, no not no. somebody you no. care about. Oh, yeah. Fire care away, about? dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if somebody said, hey, I'm, I want to get Preston tattooed right underneath my eye, would you be like, yeah, go for it? I would no. I would try to reason them <laughs> to out of them, that, yeah. you know, and, uh, and get Steve. See where that would go. Well, well it was like the guy who who got the um, like pinup picture of me tattooed on his calf, and I remember when he came into it, I was like, "Are you I know, sure? I know. Are you sure?" <laughs> what I have a I have a digital frame at home, and there's a picture that I have on there that pops up every now and then. This is gal, so wonderful. She got she got a tattoo today, and it was Steve. And I, yeah. as the stepbrothers <laughs> from the movie, and it's huge. It's yeah. on her shoulders, yeah. our faces, and I'm like, I, I, sure? I, it was cool, and it, it was funny, an honor, and an honor. Yeah, but I was like, wow, you really wanted to do that? You really? <laughs> I mean, love that. that someone would do that is great. It's but I, I, I think we tried to dissuade her, but it, it is, yeah. uh, it is what. Listen, you, it's your body, your body, your choice. And See? by the way, the, oh, sorry, I was just gonna say the guy that got uh, the pinup picture of me tattooed on his leg. I think every time I see him, I'm like, I owe you a drink. I owe you a drink. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten him a drink. I actually so, bought him a drink. I know. You, yeah. So if if we uh, eventually get out of this pandemic, uh, and that guy is still around. I'm going to buy you a drink. I Drinks promise. aren't Kathy. You know what they could do, Steve, is uh, uh, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, you could have Preston on one eyelid and Steve on the right, other right, eyelid. Yeah, yeah. So every time you close <laughs> her <laughs> eyes, <laughs> Preston and Steve. Like, like the, uh, the, the person in yeah, the, the, the girl, the, the, the uh, uh, smitten girl in his yeah. class. Love yep. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Three years after sparking romance rumors for the first time, Paris Jackson and Cara Delevingne were photographed looking cozy once mm-hmm. again. Yeah, the pair attended a private Oscars party together on Sunday uh, wearing coordinated looks Ooh. with Delavine in a Ronald Vanderkemp tux top and pants and Jackson in a Monique uh, Le <laughs> dress. I don't know. I'm going to freely admit I don't know these designers, Preston. That may shock you. Uh, the pair posed uh, arm in arm and shared the photo on social media as well. Is that them? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm like, wait a minute. No, that's... um. That's Luke Spiller from the Struts. Yeah, uh, Paris Jackson did a song with Luke, and uh, I think no. I think the Struts were the backing band on it. I've listened to it just on Instagram. I haven't heard it uh, on the radio, but um, I like it. It's it's really poppy, uh, but it's a really high profile thing for the Struts to get involved in. And and so Luke and Paris Jackson did a video together. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, Jackson also shared a picture of what appeared to be. Uh, their arms bearing matching rose tattoos. There you go. Uh, between their rumored romances, Delavine dated Ashley Benson a few years, and Jackson dated uh, Gabriel Glenn, or Gabriel Glenn, I'm not sure. Um, so, anyhow, they might be uh, hanging Back out. Back together. Ashley Dudd is headed toward a better place after shattering her leg in the Congo in February. We touched on this story. The 53-year-old broke her leg in four places. <laughs> Suffered severe nerve damage. Um, Didn't know that. She wrote, with the kind of injury I and many others have, we speak of degrees. 
in the video, 109 degrees was an outrageous dream, and trying to reach it was agony. So that's, you know, her range of motion on, uh, I'm not sure which way her leg would be bending, maybe her knee. Uh, she said, I did 60 of those heel slides a day. I, I sobbed through them. Oh, I made it because of the loving exhortation and validation of my many friends. Yesterday, I effortlessly reached the benchmark of 130 degrees, and I can nearly reach my knee. As you see in one picture, my feet can almost arrest parallel. Legs! I give my legs! I give him a leg! So she, um, yeah, she really did a number, man. And nerve damage can be horribly painful. Call my sister Winona Judd. <laughs> um, <laughs> my leg. Perhaps you know me. I'm one of the Judds. Uh, the, the any injury like that on the knee, the way, <laughs> I mean, the amount of pain that you would be going through in physical rehab would be formidable. Yeah, I can tell you that. Um, I brought up yesterday, Preston. We were off here about the uh, the MMA fighter who who. Did a kick on another fighter's leg, yeah. and you can see in the video, um, the leg just snap. snap. Like Joe Theismann, right? Exactly. Well, it's like Anderson Silva did the same thing years Ooh. and years ago. Oh my God! You got, it's, if if you, if, I can't. I won't. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the only the only way I will watch that is if I'm actually watching it live. Do you know right. what's worst case? I will not like knowing. Uh, I will not watch the replay after the snap. The fighter steps back, seemingly unaware. Oh, of what happens, and then uh. obviously there's no support on that leg. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, so Ashley had something similar happen. All right. Speaking of MMA fights, a lawsuit claims 12 online sites illegally streamed pay-per-view fight between YouTuber Jake Paul and MMA fighter Ben Asker. At Askren, uh, Triller is the name of the company. They filed a $100 million piracy lawsuit against 12 online streaming sites as well as 100 unnamed individuals for providing over 2 million unique viewers with the illegal and unauthorized viewings of the April 17th boxing match. Because this is Triller. Uh, the Paul versus Askren match uh, was uh, the headliner for a pay-per-view event hosted by Triller Fight Club, an offshoot of the Triller social media app and Celebrity Boxing League hosted by Snoop Dogg. So they're, they're, they weren't clear to carry it and carried it anyway? A bunch of places. Yeah. yeah. So the April 17th event where pay-per-view access cost forty nine ninety nine was the first for the Triller Fight Club and featured a series of boxing matches, performances from Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, uh, Diplo, and uh, Sweetie. Uh, and appearances <laughs> from another famous... You're other, clearly a big fan. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's spelled S-A-W-E-E-T-I-E. I have no Sawitee. idea. Sweet. Sweet. And appearances from other famous faces like Mario Lopez and Charlie and Dixie Diamelo. Amelio. Uh, according to the lo- the lawsuit, streaming sites like FilmDaily.com, AccessTVPro.com, uh, online to live stream services... Uh, live stream, I'm sorry, Livestream.us and CrackStreamLive.com and eight other similar sites violated Triller's copyright of the match by copying and streaming the event and in some cases turned a profit by charging viewers. For, I mean, that's just... That's, that's theft. theft! That's straight up theft. Uh, have you ever paid for a fight or a, an event, a pay-per-view event that just ends immediately? Yeah. And you're like, oh, what? Well, that's why the I mean, card they, is important. They you know? nail you. They nail you on the cost of those things. Like 50 bucks... 
Yeah, I told, I've told the story before. It when uh, <laughs> oh, right, Mike yeah. Tyson and Michael Spinks fought. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. it was <laughs> it was thirty seconds. You went to go get beer and missed it. Right? I, I didn't. Somebody oh. else did. They came back. I'm like, you guys missed it, man. Want to watch the replay? What? There was. There was yeah. a whole fight right there. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I mean, honestly, that's why I watch the undercard because you yeah. never know what the, yeah. what the main event is going to wield. Yeah, and or yield. We either way. Mealed. Um, Mealed. <laughs> uh, so I will, you know, watch as much of the undercard as yeah. I possible. Just to get something out of it. Mm -hmm. They're usually good fights anyway, so. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, Kanye West's Air Yeezy sneakers have reached a record-breaking $1.8 million at a private auction. $1.8 million for Mm -hmm. a a pair of worn sneakers. Yes, Sotheby sold the size 12 footwear, which the 43-year-old rap megastar wore for his iconic 2008 Grammys (sighs) performance, the sneaker investment platform Rares. Did you see they got $5 million for the sheet music to Poopity Scoop? Oh, no. Uh, the footwear sold for almost three times more than the previous record holder, which was Michael Jordan's signed Nike Air Jordan 1 sneakers, which went for $560,000 at Sotheby's online auction last year. I can't believe that the Yeezy sneakers yeah, Trump's would, Jordan sneakers? You me? Signed this, Air so, Jordans? Right. Those sneakers mean something. There's a guy wow. who made his his professional career in sneakers like that. The Yeezys, what? Because they were worn once at the Grammys? Also, here's the deal. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody was paid to buy those. Bo- to boost know? it up? To, to, yeah. to boost no, it it's, up, not, it does, it's not that it doesn't happen. You're right. So the black leather shoes with a faded Nike swoosh were designed by Kanye, Mark Smith at Nike's uh, Tiffany Beers. Uh, at the Innovation Kitchen Go in Go to Oregon. Tiffany's for some beers. Hey, Nick, you should pay someone to buy your Daryl Strawberry card <laughs> for like $100,000. All right. Well, yeah. speaking of this, <laughs> LeBron James rookie card sold for $5.2 million in a hey. private sale. Uh, what's a, what maker? Uh, let's see here. Uh, according to PWCC Marketplace, a new record for a basketball card. The buyer of the signed 2003 James Exquisite Collection patch card. Wow. Mm. One of a limited edition of 23 wasn't disclosed, so I don't know, Nick, who the maker... I, I guess Exquisite? I, you know, James Exquisite? Okay, mm. it's funny, because like with, with Upper Deck and Tops and a few other, the, uh, other brands that make um, sports cards... They'll do this, you know, limited edition, um, and and some they'll hold in reserve and, and eventually sell it at um, auction and things like that. But they'll also just put them in a random pack. You know, it's almost like a, a golden ticket with, from Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of the appeal. You go out and you buy a pack of these cards thinking maybe you're going to get a LeBron. Do you know babies their baseball card collection? Kathy, have you ever seen her her books with the baseball cards? It's amazing, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, the sale also tied the Look all- at that. That's a Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> the sale also tied the all-time sports trading card record set <sighs> by the 1952 Mickey Mantle card in January. Oh. So LeBron, wow. you know, still an active player drawing that much. That's unbelievable. I thought uh, uh, Honus Wagner had the record, but uh, maybe Mickey Mantle passed him. Uh, yeah, it says just this past January. Okay, wow. So is when that happened. Yeah. By the way, an update. We got a text here. It says, hey, guys, it's Whitney, loyal listener with the Preston and Steve stepbrothers tattoo. Oh! <laughs> She says, let me just say, it is an honor to represent you guys every day and for the rest of my life. So she doesn't regret it and still, Whitney, we love you. We need to see you again. I want to see how that tattoo has progressed. Yes, Casey? Top text. Top text. Oh, God, are you serious? (laughs) Okay, it says, still love my monkey tattoo. Yes. Yes. This guy is unbelievable. (laughs) We love him. We still love it. 
I mean, you have no choice. He never goes swimming anywhere, but... Apparently, the word is he's gotten laid off that thing. That's what I've heard. Yeah, he's got a huge, somewhat simian-looking monkey drawn between his nipples. It's huge. It's huge. It's basically swinging from one... Wait a minute, Whitney's on the phone. Hey! Hey, Whitney! Whitney! Hello? Hey, how you doing? We're we're doing wonderful. I uh, you know, so yes, I have a picture of you that pops up all the time on my digital frame at home. I just have to say that it's it's awesome to know that I'm showing up in your picture frame at home. <laughs> <laughs> so what what kind of comments do you get when people see that, Whitney? Um I mean most of the time people look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> um <laughs> But every once in a while, I'll run into, you know, a loyal fan who just thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. Oh, so, that's awesome. But that's... I really don't care what anybody else thinks about it. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're so honored. Yes. That's what we so love about So am I. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll have to see you again when pandemic days are over back here in our studio for a visit, okay? Just oh, to get can. an update on that. You absolutely will. All right. Thanks, Whitney. We love you. Thank you. We love you, too. All right. Oh, see you later. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, that's monkey great. nipple guy, call in. Yeah, please. I texted him. All right. One last story. As uh, fourth and fifth film installments in the beloved action franchise John Wick head our way, details are finally starting to emerge about the prequel spinoff series which were first announced back in 2017. Known as The Continental, the show will be a prequel series likely centered on a young Winston, the character played by Ian McShane in the movie. This could be cool. Uh, Lionsgate uh, TV boss Kevin Beggs uh, said, we took a lot of pitches and then the creative team from this obscure little show called Wayne that oh. was on YouTube, came to us with their take. Do you know it? Yeah, uh, it's um, on Amazon, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I actually had to stop watching the first episode, um, and then Chuck watched. He's like, dude, you got you got to finish watching it, and I did, and I'm really, really glad that I did. Okay. Yeah. He goes on to say, we were really blown away because it solved a bunch of problems and was super exciting about a crumbling New York in the 1970s with a garbage strike that has piled up bags of garbage to the third floor of most brownstones, the mafia muscling in on that business, which is why in The Sopranos he's in the sanitation business. Uh, Beggs said the spinoff series could provide an interesting backdrop to explore the origins of the Continental, which is famously within the movie franchise, the Assassin's Hotel, in which you cannot kill anyone on the hotel grounds. But, of course, if you step one foot off, you're fair game. Yeah. And that's employed to great effect in many of the plots in the movies. Uh, running all of that is Winston, who's played by Ian McShane in the movies. Uh, McShane has confirmed he won't be starring in the series, but he could provide voiceovers for it. That'd be cool. And I hear in tone it's going to be like Newhart with the bread and breakfast. Okay. Yeah, the- bread and breakfast. <laughs> bread and bed and, bed and breakfast. Bed and- yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ke- Daryl, Daryl, and Daryl. Uh, Keanu is likely to executive produce uh, this. As I love well. this. Yeah. That, so. I love the whole lore. Um, in the original John Wick, they, you know, they, of course, they introduce you to the concept of the Continental. And then all that whole world starts to flesh out so well in the second one and the third one. And there's this whole universe that they've created that I'm just totally into. So we just don't know when yeah. uh, that might pop up, but just some more details have uh, have surfaced. All right, uh, we're ready for clips now. In the new animated film, The Mitchells versus The Machines, a family road trip gets interrupted when the world's electronic devices come to life to stage an uprising. Here, star Abby Jacobson discusses the gravity of putting LGBTQ characters in children's movies without making a big deal of it. The way it's like almost like a Trojan horse in there where it's not a thing, 
it, it is a, it's, it's, it, it is a thing. It's so important for it to just be a reality for kid, little kids to see that, but also really for, for parents to see that. Yeah! Uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines will be available to stream on Netflix this Friday. She's a uh, Conestoga High School graduate. Once uh, went, once went on a date with my brother. We had her on to talk about that. She does not remember that date at all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she and Josh dated many years ago. It's got to make wow. you feel good. Yeah, well, it really has yeah. nothing to do with me, but and I'm sure Josh enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, for your brother. Yeah. All right, and who are you? Here is the next clip. In without remorse. Without remorse. <laughs> a Navy SEAL uncovers a covert plot that threatens to engulf the United States and Russia in an all-out war. In this clip, star Jamie Bell talks about the challenges he faced with this particular role. I think whenever you start a character, you're always going like, you, immediately you're like, what's the similarities between me and the character? Um, but for when you're playing a CIA guy who like, where everything is um, secretive, um, was so foreign to me and was so uh, different. I don't give a f- In this movie, person, there is a hotel called The Westin, which all the <laughs> bar stools only have three legs. <laughs> Welcome, come Welcome. on in. You know the rules of the Western? Uh, you must be on radio. <laughs> must always reach for the lowest hanging fruit. And you never yeah. do a list in order. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Uh, without remorse, it is... Our upstairs restaurant is called the Homyunkel. The... <laughs> oh, man. That's fun. <laughs> Maybe for drinks in the Homyunkel at 7. We'll be in the Homyunkel. <laughs> That should be the name of the hotel. The I said the Weston, the Hom- <laughs> by Weston, the Homyunkle. Oh my God! Uh, Without remorse is available on Amazon Prime starting on Friday. By the way, all right, and there you go. That's your entertainment report for today. Uh, speaking of all these Preston and Steve tattoos, uh, you can win one today. Yes, it yes. is it is Tattoo Day, and if you want to get our faces on your body, you can do that. Or if you want to do something a little more subtle. You can do that, too. It's up to you. Subtlety is fine. Yeah. 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 But uh, but if you want to be blatant, we certainly appreciate and welcome that. Text word tattooed to 39333. We'll grab a random text or give away a $350 gift certificate for floating world tattoo and piercing, which you can find on South Street in Philly, 1729. You can also check out their artwork on Instagram, it's at Floating World Tattoos. And, of course, their website is just floatingworldtattoos.com. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. It is going to be a beautiful day today, yeah. shaping up to be wonderful. 76 degrees. We'll be back in a moment. Life these days is like drinking from a fire hose 24-7. And you could miss something big. So turn on push notifications in your MMR app. That way, when something really important happens, you'll know. And we promise we won't bug you like those guys selling car warranties. A little bit later on this morning, comedian uh, Christina Hutchinson will be joining us. Uh, she'll be at Helium Comedy Club um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then we're also going to talk to uh, Brad Marsh, uh, Flyers alumni and charity event that's on the way. And as you said, uh, Christina's local. Yes. Uh, and, of course, Brad played with the Flyers. He's an ambassador. It's all local stuff, so you know what? Oh, you're kidding me? I think it's time for the city beat. Oh! All things. Scooby-Doo, wow, wow. It's time to take a perusing around the streets of Philadelphia mm-hmm. and see what stories the city beat editor has in store for you. We'll be in. He's been with the paper for 30 years. 
is. He'll be... Has a bit of a drinking problem. Oh my His God. wife left him for sleeping with a man. What? But more on that later. We'll be in and around the city, just uh, not just exclusively Philadelphia. But yeah. we'll, we'll start with this, though. Uh, news came out yesterday, uh, and this was the article was from our buddy uh, Michael Klein. Thank you, Michael Klein. Um, of course, he handles you know restaurant duty and, and all things food. And three places have pulled out of the Wells Fargo Center. I was very sad to see the list. Very much so, especially since some friends of ours are yeah. involved. Uh, Lorenzo's and Sons. Lorenzo and Sons. I was looking forward to getting back to. That's to me a quintessential thing to have at a at a uh, at a Wells Fargo event, a yes. sporting event. Absolutely. I will say it's difficult. Their their pizzas are so large, <laughs> right? You know, like it is. It's not the easiest thing. It's worth fighting for. Uh, listen, it's <laughs> the greatest pizza ever. Yeah. So yes, it is. Uh, also, Campos Deli is out. I'm sad to hear that. And Rita's. And Rita's. Yeah. How yeah. do you not have Rita's? Well, I mean, they have the Polish uh, water ice. Well, there. I was just going to say, are both of them there? What? Mm. Polish, the Polish water ice used to be um, the the like the Wells oh, Fargo water ice. I wonder if if they pulled out when Rita's came in, yeah. or vice versa. That's a good question. I don't know if you can have both or not. But I mean, listen, uh, I, yeah, they, but they have all kinds of places there, so maybe they compete with each other to have possibly things. yes, and different parts of the establishment. Yeah, so uh, lazy people. They are not resuming their partnership with the Wells Fargo Center as it reopened in March. Uh, the food stands are staffed by Aramark. Uh, the area's concessionaire, as they have been since they opened in 1996. So from what I understand, and hopefully, and it doesn't say in, in Michael's article here, right. but even though, uh, say, Lorenzo's or Campos has their place, the Aramark people work that counter. It's not like yeah. Lorenzo's hires their own people to staff and, it. And I remember speaking to someone involved with Lorenzo's that quality control was kind of a tough thing. At was first. it? Yes, to try and get it. The way that they wanted it to be as a signature of their restaurant in Campos. I don't know if they had the same problem with Rita's. But to get things to be up to uh, their quality standards yeah. was a bit of a process. I can understand that. You're, you're, you're it's your product. It, and it's a, it's a different environment, obviously, during the height of like a, uh, a hockey uh, game or something. Yeah. We have so many people coming there. But... It is a reflection of the overall company, and you don't want it to be sully. And I wonder if, say, Chickies and Pizza has a location there, too, if if, if they hire their own people or if it's Aramark. I assume it's probably it's pro- Aramark. Probably Aramark. So from what I understand, basically the building turns all of that over to Aramark, and they say, all mm-hmm. right, here's you, here's your job, and your job is to staff and uh, decide which restaurants go in. So the building has a, a leasing agreement with Aramark to, to um, have, have all of these different types of restaurants there. I, I think ultimately the building has very little decision making when it comes to the restaurants themselves. Right. I think and mostly that's up to Aramark as well. You would figure that would be like a like a fat deal to get. Oh, if, sure. If it you're is. if you're a food vendor, yeah, to get in there. Well, I remember when Shake Shack went in a, a few seasons ago. That was a huge deal, and it was a, it was a really good partnership. Uh, so Lorenzo's, by the way, of course, which was famous for the 28 inch pizzas. <laughs> had started at the center in 2013. On Monday, the signs above its four stands were covered in black drape. Mm. Aramark has overseen the production of equally huge pizzas since the reopening as well. I know somebody who's not going to stand for that. Uh, and the three Rita's stands are idle at this point. He doesn't so. stand for baloney. That's right. So, so the trademark Lorenzo's has sort of been... 
co-opted. Well, I you know it, uh, maybe so. It, it well, I don't know about the trademark, but their their signature, what what you know them right. for, is uh, it sounds like they're trying to replicate it, and that mm. sounds like it might be a bit funky. Uh, so Marissa just handed this note in. Uh, Lorenzo's is now at Live Casino. I knew, okay, I knew that was going to happen. Well, that's cool. Our buddy Joe had told us about that. I'm not sure about uh, Xfinity Live. I assume they're probably still there. And Campos is still at Citizens Bank Park. It's just the Wells Fargo Center. I've never had a Campos. Uh, I've had it uh, on. Um, they're on uh, Market, right? Yeah, Market and Second or Third or something like that. I think I, I, I had it there. in the Wells Fargo. Yeah, was, I haven't had it at Wells Fargo. I Center. had it at the ballpark in uh, Ashburn Alley. Uh, and it's good. It's a good sandwich. Um, is Xfinity Live open? It is. Is it? Okay. It, yes, it is. In fact, uh, I... Uh, no, it's, Marissa it's shaking her head saying no. no. Wait a sec. I know somebody who's gone and gambled there. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Not, not, live casino. not Live Casino. Oh, I'm Xfinity sorry. Live. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, hang on a second here. Let me go to Mark, who worked for Airmark. Uh, Mark, you're on the air. Good morning, sir. Good day. Good day, sir. Good day. Welcome to Australia. Wait a minute. So it says here <laughs> yeah. you were a supervisor? I was. Okay, and what do you want to share with us? Uh, so everything in there is pretty much a contract. So it's the Lorenzos, the Campos, the Ritas, they're all outside contractors that pretty much pay a share to get in on the deal. And then there's like a revenue share is, you know, Aramark would get 50% of everything that they brought in, and then it would be also on Aramark employees. Okay. So, so all, all, right. all, of, all of the concessions are manned and staffed by Aramark employees, correct? Yes. All right. Okay, like like a like a union thing. If you go and do right, if you go into you know set up something, union people have to set your booth up at the uh, convention yep. center. Right. Yeah, right. and yeah. all of all of our Mark's employees are union employees. So all that's right, kind of how the building works. All yeah. right, all right, Mark. Appreciate it, brother. Good day. Good day. So you guys, so I've never had a Campos. Is there any sort of like Philadelphia staple? That you have never had, like a Pat steak or a Gino steak, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I've ever had a John's roast pork, which they that is that was like voted the best sandwich in the country. I'm sure, not? I'm sure that things I haven't had, but yeah, yeah. nothing's coming to mind. But like staple wise, uh, do you, can you give me? Can you mention well, some staples? Well, staples I've, I've been be, to staples. Yeah, you have been the to office staples. supply. Yeah, place. I go there from time yeah, to time. Yeah. Get some, um, you know, ink printer, uh, you know, cartridges and things. And I guess by staples, I mean like uh, you know, tourist <laughs> destinations. So, so your pats, the ones your that are legendary that we haven't locals that, that we haven't partaken of. Your pats, your Genos, your Jims, yeah. your Lorenzos. Yep. Uh, John's. Anything else inside the Reading Terminal Market that would what a, be? What about like Nick's roast beef? Is that one? Nick's roast beef is one. And then um, I've been to Nick's. I've uh, uh, Bassett's of ice cream. I mean, okay. that's if you're talking about uh, we uh, made Redding, millions off that Reading Terminal Market. <laughs> we did, yeah. yeah. Sure. We didn't even need to be yeah, on this radio not? show. What's that old um, uh, <laughs> restaurant, Steve? That references on the Goldbergs all the time. Uh, the fancy seafood restaurant that used to be on oh, yes. Bookbinders. Bookbinders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's open anymore. I don't think it is okay, either. Okay, all right. Oh, nope. sucks. I went there once when I was a kid. Was, and I've never okay. been, but I just would like to know it was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the same, yeah. Yeah, I just, I remember the old original book binders, yeah. used yeah. to call it that. And then but... there's the new old original book binders, <laughs> right. which I yeah. think was on 15th. I'm not 100% sure. But anyway. Cause... Yeah, but you got your cheesy cra- crabby fries from uh, your crabby patties. <laughs> crabby <laughs> patties. and Pete's. Yeah. That's another staple. So I, unless there's some, you know, I've never been to the Melrose Diner before. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, me neither. Maybe there's a few things out there. Marissa's- I hope. I hope everything is coming back. Marissa would know. Oh yes, uh, uh, you have had a stocks pound cake. I have. Uh, Jose Garces is opening Bookbinders. By the way, oh. uh, old 
old bard, front and chestnut. Yeah, there's, well, there's some Jose Garces news about stuff that he's doing. You've done that. You've seen a grown man pleasure a camel. Uh, <laughs> that's a Philly what? tradition. Yeah, it's a Philly no. tradition. Right. <laughs> you guys, I, we've all done that. I, yeah, I don't know okay. if, any other <laughs> staples. Maybe people are texting in. Carmen's famous Italian hoagies. Uh, Nick's in the Reading Terminal. Jimmy John's. That's the national chain. That's a chain. <laughs> Chang Fu's lasagna. Uh, Saloon Ralph's. All right, so I see Chang's, right? You guys McDonald's. Been... Oh, uh, the Scottish uh, yeah. hamburger place. Now everybody's just jumping on the on the best yeah. steak thing. Oh, okay. so. Now the yeah, king yeah. of burgers. Yeah. Uh, I did that. As yeah. long as we've known Tony Luke, I've never been to Tony Luke. No, never. No. And, He's got and one. He, I've shut always, my mouth. I've always eaten Tony Luke's here, Preston. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and the same could be said. I have never walked in and had a meal in the Cheesecake Factory. Yet I've had lots really? of Cheesecake Factory food. It was all brought here. I think Tony Luke's still has a, a place in the ballpark too. I haven't been to a game yet this season, but uh, he has had one there, and I've had Tony Luke's at the ballpark. I wonder how much statistically. So if you're looking at a fifty-fifty split with Aramark, it's got to be well worth it. Obviously, you got to think of all the foot traffic, traffic and all the business. Just how lucrative can it be for someone if they get a popular yeah. food concession inside the Wells Fargo or <laughs> Citizens Bank Park? Uh, it's got to be very lucrative. What? What are you guys here going Papa about? John's is one. Papa oh, John's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, no, done. So, wait, we're, we're done for, with this. For Jimmy John's, I was like, well, no, maybe it's like East Coast. I pulled it up. It's like every state yeah. in the oh, country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, we're not going to do the, yeah. this. Is, this is not no. the connoisseur. No. Why, why are you doing not this to us? I have connoisseur crazy. stuff later if we want to wow, wow. go there. We're going somewhere else in, in the city. Beat. There's a couple of things, but listen, I, I wanted to bring. City the, Beat. I wanted to bring this up, and this is not necessarily a news story or anything along those lines, but it was a conversation that started off air here yeah. in our studio about a show that takes place in the area, and it's Mayor of Easttown, and they filmed it in Delaware County. There's some Chester County stuff included in there, too. Uh, we've but talked- they, the, the, they talked about you know it being in Delaware County and yeah. based there. And and, and you, obviously, Kate Winslet says the Delco accent was hard, one of the hardest things she's ever you know tried to achieve. Now, I haven't seen it yet. Casey and Kathy have watched the first two episodes. <laughs> Steve watched the first, first. episode. And there's something that you noticed about it. Both yeah. of all you guys did. Yeah, so I asked Casey if you watched the second episode. The first episode, you know, kind of sets uh, sets up the whole show. Um, but what I left after the second episode, after two only two episodes, is that they are making Delco look like the trashiest place on earth. So, yeah, and at the, at the end of the first episode, with both most, my wife and I <laughs> are watching it together, I, I turned to her and I said, well... That's not going to be used for the Delco tourism, <laughs> tourism group. No, yeah. so, you know because it, it's really it, it it is it does create. But now I found it to be really good. It, I hey, thought it, it was, was a great show. I love and, it. And and mm-hmm. what? But it, it is not what you'd say. God, hey man, I gotta go there. Yeah. Besides the fact of them saying like, oh yeah, he no, he's down in Ridley, or like, yo, yeah. uh, we're gonna take him over to Riddle Hospital. The when you look at it, it looks like you're in like some sort of like mining town in. It, like oh, in that, like West Harrisburg, Virginia or yeah. something like that. You know what? I was going to ask you, like yeah. the you know the overhead overhead shots and stuff like that. The scenery shots um, are they in Delco? I, I know at least some of them are because I I'm did having a hard some time stuff. locating some of these okay. places. I was it, it looks that. it looks it looks Pennsylvania-ish. Yeah. So and and I know they're showing it more woodsy and so yeah. on. But but just and and it, it's my personal observation that that in this general area, this Delaware Valley area that we're in. Very, I, I can't think of too many indicator or uh, instances when there have been movies that have shown it in a flattering light. It's almost always blue collar, cold, mm-hmm. dark, depressing, bad things cloudy. happen, cloudy. Mm-hmm. 
are almost always. In, yeah, in, I mean, in, even even in inspiring stories like Invincible, you know, they show it as. You know, it's a rough neighborhood. Like everything's I lo- tough. And, I you love know. the blue collar attitude. And I do all too. Of that stuff, but it's but not. A lot of times, it's cast in a. It's not blue collar. In a Steve. very negative. No, this is over pregnancy, the top. Yeah. drug uh, addicted, suicide. Like, like <laughs> and it's all not that use. there isn't that in yeah. Delaware no. County, but it's. It's like such an it's easy every, go-to. It, it, it is the go-to. But you know, like, so so take Silver Linings Playbook. Even that, though. Yeah. But, I but mean, mental, is... you know, there's yeah. all kinds of, uh, yeah. you know, mental problems. Dancing. And, 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 and pro- <laughs> tr- trouble with the law yeah, and yeah. stuff. I mean, but you this know. is, uh, to me, I found that this went over the top. Like, it's you're talking yeah, about those. Yeah, it's not, this is real bad. And what I found worse about it was anybody else watching, if you're not from this area, they're not going to know the difference. They're yeah. just going to think, okay, yeah. some place in Pennsylvania, you know, right. no big deal. But like us knowing what they base it off of and the fact that they talked about like they said that they sat outside Wawa uh, and watched people walk in and out of Wawa for wardrobe to see what people were wearing. Like also another thing I picked <laughs> yeah, up on Wawa? <laughs> another thing I picked up on case was that she's always, you know, has a vape. Mm-hmm. And it's just like every little thing Making it look so trash. I think the show right. is uh, the first episode. Uh, so uh, I really, I really, really liked it. It's it's dark and it's it's a noir flavor to it. Yeah. It is down. Mare the care and Kate Winslet is doing a great performance. However, she makes Eeyore look like uh, Jim Carrey. By the way, real quick, I got to jump in because some texts are a lot of coming in. They're going to zip by and I'm going to miss them here. Uh, some people pointing out East Town is in Chester, Chester County, not Delaware County. Okay. Uh, the, the fictional right. town, whatever, or, or is it a real it's a, town? It's no. a township. The true different East oh, okay. Town Township is the one that I grew up in, and that's Chester County. Okay. But they're yeah. set in Delaware County. Well, they, yeah. they, they filmed it yeah, well, yeah, in Brad, Delaware County. Brad Inglesby so, is the writer, and he's from that area, so that's uh, why he wrote named it East Town. Majority of the show is shot in Coatesville. Uh, the school was South Brandywine Middle School. Police station is near the actual Coatesville Police Station. Okay, okay. okay. all right. I just like uh, uh, so. And I just wanted to say, I really I like the show. I'm not saying that I no, don't like it's the show. really I good. Just couldn't believe that they went so over the top with it, and that they <laughs> mm-hmm. talked about how they, you know, they watched the area and they watched the people in the area, and then yeah. this is what came well, out. Well, and, and so well, listen, and it's it's a drama. It's it's a it's, yeah. a, it's a murder mystery, pretty, and so that's yeah. why it's supposed to be that way. We have had, uh, like I said before, if, you know, you talk about, and Preston, we were talking off air about this, shows that have painted the area in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in an inviting way would be like the Jason Siegel show, which I tapped out of, but the one that took place where he was kind of on a big scavenger hunt. Dispatches from elsewhere. Right, which, yeah. which made the city look phenomenal. Sure. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, a couple of things I noticed in the last episode, Kathy. Uh, I was happy to see Wawa uh, coffee cups represented. Um, and was, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. I was happy about that. However, at one point, Steve, Mayor goes into like a convenience store. She grabs a hoagie out of a uh, the fridge, you know. I'm like, if, if you have a Wawa, why are you going and grabbing a hoagie out of that thing? That right. And then not only that, when she opened the hoagie, Steve, it was yellow cheese. I'm like, nobody puts yellow cheese on a hoagie around well, here. Gonna, we'll on. pick up on that, yeah. <laughs> and that's what the murder occurs. Mm-hmm. That's what they. That's yeah. what they need uh, our quality control assistance yeah. on for yeah. stuff like this. So to the average, continuity, yeah. To yeah. the average viewer, it's going to read gritty and real, and it's. Uh, but you know, we will pick up on on little subtleties like that. But for the most part, I think they're doing a pretty damn good job nailing a lot of the nuance. Marissa, yeah. And the kid who can't pay for his son's surgery is driving like an eighty thousand dollar Bronco. I, I said. The <laughs> Same thing, like it's like a brand new, yes, refurbed old Bronco. I, it's I beautiful. Said the same exact thing as he's pulling out of the uh, the 
giving you store parking lot. I'm like, this guy is driving. But there, listen, I've I've heard some people who can barely make rent. Oh, but they'll absolutely. drive a Mercedes. It's, right. it's, You'll it's, see that it, all the time. It's definitely a that's thing. what they're yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. I started thinking like, well, maybe they're they're in uh, implying that he did the Bronco himself. So maybe he rehabbed it at himself. a certain no, point. Like the, at that's a certain point, though, is that even tangential to the plot? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I bet a lot is going to revolve around how this guy afforded this vehicle. It doesn't. It's a it, there's a murder that takes place, right? right and right. that's really the thrust of it. As to as, but still, those little things like yeah. that might be an indicator possible. Of, of, of something. Yeah. So I don't know. Case though, at the end of that episode, I was like, whoa, frozen. I was like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, I had to. I pulled oh, out my phone happened. to double check, and oh, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh, I had to pause it okay. because my wife watched. Uh, she missed the first episode, so I had to pause uh, the last episode quite a bit to explain, explain to her, stuff. like, "Okay, this is who this person is," and then who's that? I'm like, "I don't really know who that person is," but uh, yeah. And then the end of it, I was like, "It's oh, good. it's man. a great show." How many episodes is it going to be? Do uh, you know? Six, I believe. I, think se- I saw seven. All I right. thought. Uh, but it's cool to have something like that in the area, and it's cool. To, yeah. Again, you will not see it used by the Tourism Bureau, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's a good show. But it is a good show. And um, whoever, what is his name? The guy who plays Quicksilver in uh, X-Men. Oh, you're talking about uh, Evan Peters. That's him. Yeah, he just uh, appeared in uh, right. yesterday. Yes, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, Sunday's And he's playing episode. Quicksilver. <laughs> he is. And I yeah. forgot, tomorrow we have uh, Kevin Bacon's daughter, Kevin and Kira Sedrich, uh, Sedrich's daughter, Sosie. She's on the show, right? Yeah, I know. I don't know yeah. who she is. Who is she? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched uh, Marissa, the show. Oh, I'm I do sorry. not know. Marissa knows, and she's Oh, uh, thank you. To... All right, Marissa. <laughs> sorry, I apologize. She is the new character we just met in this week's episode. All right. Who came by the playground. I don't want to give it away. Oh! oh yes. Oh! Not yet. oh. She's, only, she's only in one scene. I'm sure we'll start to get more. Well, I think I can say it, right? She's, yeah. She's the mother of, mm-hmm. of the of one Mayor's of the kids and the, yeah. grandson. Okay. okay. All right. So she's going to have a bigger role, but we you just know, met her this weekend. You know who's really good and impressing? Guy Pierce. Oh, love him. He's excellent. Nice. Everybody's good. Again, it's a show I, well worth watching, but don't, uh, if you're trying to convince someone to move here, do not show them. Don't show it to them. Yeah. All right. We have other City Beat things, and this one is wow, wow. courtesy of Marissa Magnata, an observation that she made that said that's uh, kind of, I guess, making the rounds in Philadelphia. There's a car that's spray painted with the words F.U. Steve on it. And I don't know what I did. Uh, what's that all about, Marissa? Um, yeah, it is literally parked somewhere in South Philly. It has spray painted F.U. Steve. And on the hood is a smear of yellow paint that looks like cheese whiz. All right, so on the on the side of the car in black, it says F.U. Steve. And then, yeah, somebody had splattered bright yellow paint. All over the windshield and hood, and some of it is leaked down onto the uh, to the wheel as well. It's at Ninth and Reed. To me, it had the look of somebody was caught effing around, and, yeah, and maybe someone totally. you know, took revenge, yeah. like so, a uh, a crossed lover. So, is the thing about this is the car hasn't moved, Marissa? Yes. Okay. But there's also a new theory. You guys want to hear? Oh yeah, 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 please. Somebody says it might be our friend Steven Singer. No. <gasps> I don't oh, that it's a um, um, like gorilla a promotional thing. Uh, so uh, there, there was a, a billboard that Stephen had that that had uh, uh, the f word yeah, yeah. blocked out on it. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. If anything, kudos to Stephen Singer for becoming synonymous with this car. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. He, I know that Stephen did blow up the refinery by the airport as okay. a promotional I stunt. That was a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I Wait, think Stephen there... Singer would do a better job with letter spacing on the side of the car. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's bad. The design would be um, more fluid. What is there? Is there yellow paint on it? Yeah, yes. I think it's Stephen. Because of the Why? new rose? The new rose. Yeah. <laughs> the Mother's Day rose. That's it. Oh, my the God. The sunshine yellow. Could yeah. you imagine? 
Uh, I don't buy that for a no, second. No, I, I don't. You guys can believe that if you want to. It's fun. Uh, it's interesting because, you know what, I'm, well, I guess it would, I'm looking at this, and I don't see any paint on the ground. You would think that it would have dripped and splattered on the ground uh, somewhere, so maybe it was painted it's, somewhere else and moved and parked here. That's just the sort of thing a jeweler would do. Right? Preston. Yeah. Yeah. On a tarp. Uh, so, Wait, so you guys think it's like true vandalism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I th- I sure. To me, it seems like it it has Why sort not? of the markings of somebody got pissed off at someone else and effed up the car. I bet there are vandalized cars all over the. Oh, place. Oh, of course there are, but I, I don't think that is. I think that's put there for a reason. Okay. What's like your, the the, your, car, the car next to it that says two for one pizzas and yeah, Papa yeah. John's. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you're saying that Steve has been Steve uh, Steve did something wrong and deserved this. That like it's not a, an accidental vandalization, right? Uh, no, she's saying no, it's. No, I'm saying there's there's something behind this. I, I think there's there's something behind it. There's a story behind it, and it's being left out there, like a marketing and not, and not fixed. Maybe. I think I don't think so. I think Steve was uh, just cheating on his girlfriend. And yeah. <laughs> That's Maybe. what it looks like to me. It looks like Steve was screwing around. It's like that uh, that Carrie Underwood song, where oh, she yeah. uh, beats his car with a baseball <laughs> bat. <laughs> Slash my name into his leather sleeve. <laughs> I took a Louisville slug at both headlights. Something that the slash all four tires. <laughs> you know it. Before he cheats. Maybe yeah. he'll sing thing twice before he cheats. And then I'm going to slit his goddamn throat. <laughs> Whoa. That's the part they left out. Yeah, right? The lyric they left out is when she actually uh, took a Garrett and slit his throat. By the way, on the FU, you're right with the letter spacing. I would have started the FU above the driver's side tire. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take the time to do this, yeah. you got to plan it out. Yeah, but once you start it, uh, <laughs> you know, it might have been a crime of passion. I would have I would have brought in another car. I think maybe, like, when uh, when they started writing the FU, they wanted to get the word Steve in as well. And then they yeah, realized they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they couldn't yeah. get the entire F word in there, so they had to... You know, they they adapted as they went along. This is this is my wife's uh, Power Woman song. Is that Jack Tripper? <laughs> you know my fight song. All right, what is this it? This is my fight song. Take back my life mm. song. Yep. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, uh, I don't think we're going to solve this thing no. right now. But, uh, it is a it meme, though. Worth bringing up, so we did uh, We did mention that. Um, nice. It's funny I- how garbage can be got, like stuff like this. A car that stays somewhere. There used to be a car on one of the... Um, uh, when well, you're getting onto Lincoln, Lincoln Drive. Lincoln Drive, I remember yeah. it forever. Forever. <laughs> Is it <All> gone? Right. <laughs> it's gone. I have one more City B thing, and then uh, then we'll have to take a break. This is, uh, we're going to stroll down to the shore for this Ooh. one. Uh, yeah, we're going to head down that way. Uh, so, shore towns. Put some zinc on your nose. <laughs> are busy trying to opt out of the new adult use cannabis laws passed this year in New Jersey. 
which gives municipalities 180 days until August to pass laws to keep dispensaries out of their towns or lose that option for the next five years. So some towns will have dispensaries and some will not. Well, a lot of the shore towns are saying they don't want it part of them. So that includes towns where voters decided in favor of the law. All but three, actually, of the 565 municipalities in New Jersey. So, what uh, short town is? What short towns will be pot inclusive? I'm, I'm going to get to that. So, well, we don't know yet, but right. but anyhow, even, even though the voters decided in favor of the law, yeah, elected officials are now taking steps to exclude retail adult use dispensaries. In Ocean City, a famously dry Cape May County shore town that still bans alcohol sales. Uh, Mayor Jay Gilliam said that the new legalization laws, which also place, place uh, limits on the policing of marijuana smoking, quote, disgust me, he said. <laughs> wow. Sounds like my dad. Um, <laughs> Councilman uh, Jody Lebchuk, who said he is a medical marijuana patient himself, worried about a smoke fest on the beaches and boardwalk of, o- of Ocean City. And that the carefully cultivated image of the town, dubbed America's favorite family resort, would suffer from this. What I think is going to happen, I think it's still going to continue to desensitize over the years. And eventually, you know, they're going to... Revenue. Yeah, revenue. Revenue also. Yeah. But but I think also the, the stigma with it is going to start to waft away, as does smoke in the air. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Uh, earlier this month, Ocean City adopted a, an ordinance that uh, bans businesses that cultivate, manufacture, test, or sell cannabis. Other short towns, including Stone Harbor, Seattle City, Wildwood Crest, and Cape May, are well along in the process of passing similar ordinances to not allow that stuff. And yet they gave the thumbs up to open-air beach strip clubs. Mm. I haven't heard that yet, yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm in favor. Other towns, including Vetner, Wildwood, and North Wildwood, are likely to follow as the new state law would allow a town to opt back in at any time, but not opt out after the 180 days have passed. Uh, The towns cannot prevent the delivery of cannabis, so you can can have it delivered there even if you don't have... And, and I know in California they have delivery services uh, for cannabis. So anyone who has you can a call be- them up and they'll bring it to you. Has a beach property? Anyone mm-hmm. has a beach home? Uh, if you have a beach address and you're renting like a summer home, you're eligible to avail yourself of these dispensaries. Yes, dude. Even if you're just in the state. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why people who travel to Colorado, smoke up, Johnny. Go for it. You can do whatever you want while you're there. It is legal in the state. Right. And it will be the same way in New Jersey. However, if you you leave the state, the the rule is you're not technically allowed to transport it across state lines. Yeah, if you bring it into a state where it's illegal, you can technically get into trouble. All right. Uh, But it will be available. These are just shore towns. So that means elsewhere in New Jersey, you're going to be able to have no problem. So there's going to be shoobies and doobies. Yes. Oh, my God. That's the name of my dispensary. Yeah. Shoobies and doobies. Steve, thank you. You got it. I'll give you a cut. Oh, man. Oh, that's brilliant. Shoobies Do it. Shoobies, Shoobies and doobies. And doobies. I will start taking investors very soon on that. <laughs> when? No, I, I would love to get in on that game. I would love it, to. In fact, I got an email from somebody who was asking me if I was serious about it. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, it's too complicated for me. But it, it, But it also depends on... You know how much you you have, how much fluid do you want to invest? But I would love to be a part of that game. Do you know how mainstream it is? John Boehner is invested in it. Okay, yeah. So I mean, so this is how. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 if there's if there's money to be had, um, you know, that's it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um. So anyhow, so they're just saying uh, in the short towns, there's not going to be any pot shops. 
The, as of now, at least for the, most of them are saying, yeah, they they don't want him there. Now that can't stop people from bringing imbibing it and depending. Now I don't know the rules on when and where you are allowed to in public. I don't, I don't know what the story is on that you can, with you marijuana. Can't, you can't be on the beach open. Yeah, you can't open, be smoking yeah. away or in drinking. Fact, can you? Can you, smoke cigarettes can you drink beach. beer on the beach? No. You can't. You're not, right? No. No, you're not supposed to. But. Yeah. It's easy to. It, it's yeah. easy to, and the only time you ever really uh, have an issue with it is is if you're misbehaving, right? right? So yeah. you'll see. Uh, that's not true. I mean, it depends on which beach town you're in. There's a right. lot of beach towns that will, they patrol the beach for it, and if you have an open container, like, I don't know if they're going to arrest you, but right. they will absolutely tell you to put it away. What right. if your fudgy wudgy bar has been dipped in vodka? <laughs> well, see, Kat, they'll never know. Yeah. They'll never know. Yep. Kath, um, are you saying, like, if like you have an open can of beer, but yeah. what, if, what if you're drinking it in a red Solo cup? Yeah, that's what you bring you bring a cup you mix it you're good to go yeah i don't know i don't know about the solo cup case but yeah if you have like an open beer and they see it that they yeah. tell you to put it away and what if they the- physically see you stomping grapes yeah <laughs> steve for the most part what i see on the beach are people that aren't drinking like a, a straight up open container okay right. they will either uh they had these yetis that kind of go over the can that right. they're drinking or they'll pour oh, it God, into a cup the best i love them the yetis yeah, they keep it so cold. Can, Mine's not a Yeti. I forget the name of it. But can you put a God, wa- I can't wait to use that again. <laughs> Kathy. Oh my God. Just bury so bury a wine bladder under the sand and just have a wait, hose. They have up. they have ones. Are for you kidding wine. me? You can yeah. drink wine on the beach. Yes, it'll keep your wine chill. I don't know what technology they use to develop Yetis, but it's pretty revolutionary. Like it's space age stuff. <laughs> it's a, it's really impressive. Yeah, how cold I agree. It's amazing. All right, listen, we got to wrap up the City Beat. We're done because uh, I want to uh, be on time for us to get the city beat. your chance to win money, right? Give me some skin. Yeah. Uh, we have 500 bucks coming up with the Preston Steve money clip, and this is just the first chance today out of seven that you'll have uh, to win that money. So let's take a break. Come back in a moment. I got some great Bizarre File stories. We'll return shortly. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with drive up and go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, and it is brought to you by Cinch Propane Home Delivery Service. Makes life so much easier. Never leave your house for propane ever again. Visit cinch.com. That's cinch spelled C Y N C H. Dot com at 35. Uh, I'm sorry. No, 
35 is a different part of the story. So a Japanese fraudster <laughs> had been busted for allegedly scamming over 35 different women with whom he pretended that he was in a serious relationship with. So he was catfishing them, basically? Yes, exactly. Uh, Takashi Mayagawa, a 39-year-old part-time worker with no fixed address, told each of his girlfriends that, gonna be my regular Saturday nighting. that his birthday fell on a different date so that he could receive oodles of gifts from them. Uh, all the while, his gals, apparently blinded by love, were completely oblivious to each other's existence. Wow. In, the mo- in the most recent scam, the serial sex swindler told one 47-year-old lover that his birthday was on February 22nd, despite it actually being on November 13th. Another victim said that he convinced her his birthday was in July, while the third, Mark, was fooled into thinking that it occurred in April. It's a hell of a scam he had well, going on th- here. Think about the amount of work you invest in one relationship mm-hmm. and that you're conducting all these. Now, mind you, you're being duplicitous about it, but still, yes. it's a ton of work. He wasn't really trying to get a relationship. He yeah. was just trying to get free gifts. Get out free of gifts. Him. All told, the catfish uh, fomantic racket netted him a whopping roughly $1,000 worth of presents, clothes, and cash. It's not that much. Uh, no, I know, out of 35. 35? Uh, Miyagawa had reportedly met the single women while selling them hydrogen shower heads. <laughs> And other products for an unnamed company. You can and, really use a hydrogen shower head. And uh, began each relationship under the assumption that marriage was in the cards. Ooh. Uh, managed con at least 35 women before the scorned sugar mamas branded together a la John Tucker Must Die and reported the scoundrel to the police in February and the investigation continues now, on this guy. Your father really knew how to sell hydrogen shower heads. Alright, now here's an interesting scam. A man from Ocean County, New Jersey pleaded guilty to operating an illegal lottery after having drawn in $250,000 in cash proceeds from the scheme. Edward O'Neill uh, appeared before Judge Brian Martinotti and pleaded guilty to charges against him. O'Neill evaded more than $65,000 in federal taxes on his earnings. So O'Neill managed an illegal lottery fashioned after the New Jersey Lottery's pick-six draw game. Players participated by paying a $20 entry fee and selected six numbers from a pool of 1 to 49. Participants who matched their numbers to the numbers drawn in the New Jersey Lottery's official pick-six game would win a cash prize. So he was doing it. Paired off of that. He was doing his own. Oh, my God. So O'Neill documented identifying information for each player along with their numbers into ledgers and monitored the lottery's official pick six results. The ledgers O'Neill kept recorded up to 8,000 participants in one single drawing of his illegal lottery with the cash prize for each drawing often exceeding $100,000. O'Neill gave himself a 10% cut of the winnings for well, each drawing. It's only fair. In exchange for operating and managing the illegal lottery. Did anyone ever win? That I don't know. After generating uh, $250,000 in profits and failing to report his earnings on tax returns, he filed with the IRS between 2014 and 2018. He skirted his federal income taxes by $65,000. By the way, the maximum penalty for managing an illegal gambling business is about five years in prison, while subscribing to a false tax return carries a maximum sentence of three years. So he could make some, face some prison time over So there. I started my own IRS, and I collect income tax from okay. people. Right, right. Hear me out. That's, yeah. Yeah. A family accused of selling a toxic industrial bleach. You guys may have seen this story. As a coronavirus cure oh. through their Florida-based church has been indicted on federal charges. COVID-19? Yeah, totally. That's right. A federal grand jury... COVID-19! I've heard that in a while. A federal grand jury returned an indictment charging Mark Grennan, his sons Jonathan, Jordan, and Joseph, with uh, one count each of conspiracy to commit fraud and two counts of each of criminal contempt. 
They face possible life sentences if convicted. Wow. Yeah. Mark Grannon is the Archbishop of the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing based in Bradenton, Florida. So let me get this straight. You're going to put some of these vaccinations in your body when the cure is right in your own cupboard? Yeah. The church sells chlorine dioxide, dioxide as miracle mineral solution. The Grennans claim the solution can cure a vast variety of illnesses. The miracle is you're going to pay for it. Ranging from cancer to autism to malaria and COVID-19. Wait a second. That's... COVID-19! That's a good roster. Maybe I had to look into this. A Miami federal judge last April ordered the church to stop selling the substance, but the order was ignored. When ingested, the solution becomes a bleach that is typically used for such things as treating textiles, industrial water, pulp, Jeez. and paper, according to the Food and Drug Administration. That's not good for you. Authorities say ingesting these products in the same uh, is the same as drinking bleach and can be fatal. So I put Ajax in my coffee, but yeah. I, I assume that that's curing me of some stuff. These guys could be facing life in prison for that. Wow. Uh, Horrible. Okay. Uh, Another one? I, well, listen to this. I'm, you may have seen this story. Two Washington, D.C. police cars were totaled after officers decided to drag race I each did other. Guess. Oh, my God. In an email from the uh, 60 commander, uh, they said yesterday 260 scout cars were totaled because officers decided instead of fighting crime, patrolling their beats, or engaging the community, they decided to drag race each other on Anacostia Avenue at 5 p.m. in the evening. Uh, sources say the email was sent to command staff following the crash. It goes on to say, what does it say about the members of MPD who are passionate about their job and work hard every day to make a difference? This is not fair to any of us. Yeah, they're right. What kind yeah. of vehicles were they driving? Just standard cop cars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, D.C. police would not provide the incident report because uh, the department only provides traffic reports through the FOIA. Uh, sources say officers involved who are new to the department... Uh, started racing each other on the road, and uh, reports indicate they were traveling at least 60 miles per hour. These are city streets, okay? So yes. Yeah. Yeah, 60 miles an hour dangerous. is pretty yeah. damn fast. Uh-huh. Uh, the email goes on to say that when uh, she talked to the chief about what happened, the uh, commander said he told her about a citizen who an MPD, witnessed an MPD van heading to a shooting scene Thursday traveling at at least 90 miles per hour. So they were drag racing. Not supposed to do that. I'm not a cop, but I'm thinking you're not supposed to yeah. do that. So I would imagine they're going to be in big trouble. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Now, you have a little under five minutes to get the word easy over to us. It's the, it's the Preston and Steve money clip, by the way. Easy. Like Sunday morning. Absolutely, man. Uh, so get on that now, and we will see if you win in just a little bit. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget, around 9 o'clock, we're going to have uh, Christina Hutchinson, who's going to be at Healing Comedy Club, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Brad Marsh, Flyers alumni on the program as well, and a few other things. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Good morning, Preston and Steve and all who are listening. This is Vicki Lilly of Redtail Financial Consultants with Thrivent Financial in Upper Bucks County. We believe in serving with excellence and integrity and helping our clients achieve financial clarity so they can lead lives of meaning and gratitude. We focus on comprehensive financial planning with your priorities and your goals in mind. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and check out our website. From Redtail Financial Consultants at Thrivent Financial, we wish you all a great and blessed day. Next message. Hi, this is Tom from Tom's Tree Service. We are a small but growing tree company in Deptford Township. 
I am looking to hire six people. If you are hardworking and like to get paid well, please call Tom, 856-468-3500. Be safe. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. A couple of follow-up things real quick. Earlier we were talking about about some food stuff and... uh, Casey was asking about Staples, uh, places that we've never been to that we should have been to at right. some point in time. Um, and somebody texted in and said, Jimmy John's. I was like, Jimmy John's? The national sandwich chain? Yeah. Uh, no, what they're referring to is uh, Jimmy John's on Wilmington Pike in Westchester. It's, oh. a, it's a Frankfurter joint. You know the place, I right? There, yeah. yeah. They, they got trains that go around on the inside. Oh, that I didn't know. I like trains. Yeah, I like trains, too. <laughs> uh, they, they also have, like... um. Uh, not like traditional hot dogs, or like a, you know a, a ballpark Frank. Mm-hmm. You know they're like a little thicker and meatier. Yes, yeah, so they're in, yeah. they're in uh, natural they casings. Natural and, casings. Yeah, yeah they throb like girth. I would yeah. say they have okay. girth. All right, so really so fill your mouth. That's one follow up. <laughs> the other follow up is we we're talking about uh, Bill Weston earlier because uh, uh, without remorse was the name of a movie, <laughs> and we started doing the voice. And of course, we had talk like Bill Weston Day last week. We didn't even realize it's now turned into an annual holiday. <laughs> we got a confirmation. <clears throat> Uh, on Twitter, yeah, from Bill's daughter Jade. Oh, she confirmed. She says, as Bill Weston's daughter, <laughs> I can confirm this. Whether he's talking about pecan pie or the Buffalo Bills, talking to the cat or the six-year-old kid next door, the vocal projection <laughs> oh usually hovers at about ninety-nine percent. Oh, oh, wow. oh, this is oh, Jade. This wow. is I trust Jade. Yeah. yeah, me too. And she says, and I love this. She says. It has always left me in a constant state of mild fear <laughs> that has made me the impervious woman that I am today. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. So wow. Bill's own daughter, Jade, chiming in on the fact that he speaks like this. Let me ask you something, Jade. Do you like this boy at school? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jade. You just see her bringing home yeah. a guy to meet dad. Oh, no. Hello, young man. Nice to meet you. What do you do for a living? <laughs> Steve, somebody texted in earlier when you were making the jokes about uh, the Weston Hotel. Right, yeah. That, that uh, we should call it the Best Weston. <laughs> yeah, Best Weston. Best Weston. Yes. yes. Oh, That's right. <laughs> and the bar is Ham It's the Ham Yonkles. Yes. Right. I'll meet you up at Ham Yonkles. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Jade. No <laughs> business conducted at the Weston. And we miss you too, Jade. We'd yes. love to see you sometime down the, the road. Harvest. Uh, she well, she's actually doing also. Uh, she does. Um, she's a DJ. DJ. Yeah, like um, uh, electronica, right? Mm-hmm. And EDM stuff. Yep. Yeah. I think she might do tarot card reading. Is that her? No. Uh, no. Yeah, I think so. Does she? Yeah. yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. How oh, come Bill? I never heard? I don't that? approve. Uh, I don't approve. Uh, really That's good. witchcraft. Yeah, the church doesn't like that. Bring, bring out the dunking stool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe you're right. Uh, I remember her talking about that. I don't remember I that talking about that. Who talked about that? Uh, Bill talked about you that. You did. You did. You don't remember? I like to talk about things <laughs> at a loud volume. Um, all right. So I wanted to bring up something Kathy had mentioned to us the other day, and it's a case of not the same thing. Okay? It's one of those things where somebody brings up something to you, and you're like, no, not quite the same thing. At least I think so. Yeah. Um, so you had a- we all think so. So, so tell this this uh, this little story. Here. So my friend's uh, husband passed away uh, years ago, and um, you know, obviously, it's very difficult for her. Of course, um, and she went through a terrible time, and you know, still deals with it today. 
uh, we've got another friend whose um, husband is leaving her and, and they're getting divorced and she's absolutely devastated, which is also terrible and hard to deal with. Yeah. But that girl, that friend, went to the widow and said, can you uh, tell me how to deal with all of this? And, you know, because we're going through similar things. Mm. And the rest of us are all like, no, you're not. Right. Yeah, um, right. Understood that both are are devastating. Yes. Uh, but yours is much different, and and so she's gone to her multiple times. Where the widow is now, like saying to me, "What do I do here? Like I, I've I tried the night the first time I was yeah. nice about it. Second time I was like kind of tried to brush it off. Like I can't really help you because what I went through is much different than what you're going through. Yeah. Um, and now like a third time she's asked, Hey, can we, you know, get together for wine and, you know, and talk again. I'm really, you know, having a hard time. And she's like, I- I'm glad to be there for her, but I just don't like that. She's talking to me. Oof. Like it's the same thing. My husband is dead, gone. Yeah. I will never see him again. I will never speak to him again. I can never tell him things again. Yours is different. Right. I am. I feel bad for for both of these women, obviously. But um, yeah, wouldn't you? uh, I I don't know. Has anybody said anything to her that is? No, No, because it requires a flat out spelling out of of the issue. It it requires a just as you said, in in the in in the most clear, but still your loss is is at the center of your world. Divorced woman. I got it. Mine is a different scenario. I can't, as you said, can't pick up the phone. Even, you know, there, there, there's no chance of, of getting back together. There's no anything. that's It's gone. It's over. It's over because of death. So every time you bring up your situation, it's mine is much more dramatically impactful. I have nothing but um, uh, 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 compassion for your situation, but it hurts me to discuss this thing, right. which is much more dramatic right. than yours. Don't want to diminish yours. Yours is your reality. Your pain is your reality. But it's not the well, same. The problem is the widow is su- such a nice person, and I just don't ever right. see her yeah. saying that. Like maybe she'll say, "Hey, listen, I can't get together. I'm busy." Or whatever. how about kill your husband, oh and then we come <laughs> back and we can talk. But like, I mean, saying things like, "How did uh, you know? How did you get through it?" Like, I really need to some some ways to get through it, and it's just like she's like, I-, I can tell her, but it's different. Like, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's definitely different. It's it, it is not the same. Um, does your friend who is getting a divorce does she not have any divorced friends to talk yeah to? Oh, seriously. I, you know what i guess so the the one who's getting divorced is like an acquaintance um through okay. someone else for me so i'm not really sure but i i mean i guess not I, they're know, also divorce support you groups. got divorced it's a divorce support oh, groups I, yeah i was enormously helpful talking to other people who got divorced really and, oh my god yeah, yeah yeah just because you realize oh it happens all the time You'll be okay. Yeah. You know, listen, not minimizing this situation at all, Kathy. A divorce is a death, right? It's a death of a, of a marriage. It's a de- mm-hmm. you know, death of that version of what your family is. But then you move on. My ex-wife is still alive and I have a good relationship yeah. with her. Uh, I'm not a widower. She's not a widow. So it, it's a vastly different situation. But it's the death of something. There's There are parallels there. But I right. feel much more comfortable if your friend that was going through a divorce talked to other divorced people. Yeah, right. the, the loneliness. I I understand yeah, yeah. that they're going to share that to some extent. Uh, right. But now, did you uh, go with support groups or yeah. people you knew? Really? Well, both. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I remember vividly going out to dinner with two people that I are, are good friends who talked to me about it and and said um, 
that they were okay. And then uh, they recommended a, 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 actually a single dad divorce group. And it was just one of those things where it was like, oh, all right, I'm talking to other people who have gone through this. Single parents and- alone yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great place to meet chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. A lot. So a lot of trim there. Oh, was it was God. it difficult? That's uh, from the movie, yeah, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's from about a boy. All for one and one for all. Uh, did the support group, people that you didn't know at all, did did it help even though you weren't, yeah. you didn't have a connection with the... Sure, yeah. I think it's like okay. any good support group, you know, like a NA or, a, or AA. You're just, you know, talking to people who are going through tough times and uh, you can relate to them on a different level. And it's also kind of nice when it is strangers, you know? It, 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 so yeah. it, to me, it's... it's, it's and listen, when you're in pain, you don't know who to turn to and you don't know. You may not be able to read the room, as they say. So it'd be like a high school girl... Breaking up, uh, you know, a relationship, a boyfriend leaving her, and her wanting to go talk to Vietnam combat You're veterans. <laughs> you, you know, it, it's like it's like it's, it's not the same thing, right? Yeah, right. Uh, I'll go to Laura. Hey, Laura. Good morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning. Hi, Laura. What's oh, it's up? You. It's, it's us. us. Yeah, it's us. <laughs> it's us. It's you. So, it's we. <laughs> so I hate to say this, but misery loves company, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and we all tend to want to talk to people we know, right? Like, even women who are in bad relationships, they don't call the cops first. They call right. someone they know first. She needs to talk to a board-licensed therapist. She needs to talk to someone who knows how the mind works, what her pressure points might be, because the thing is, is that there's two people who've gone through the same thing. They're both handling it differently, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's, Even if they're both miserable or going through trauma. I lost my fiancé about five years ago, and... There was nobody who could tell me anything. I had to figure it out. Right. Um, so I know. I don't know. I just think like with like mental illness. Not that anyone's mentally ill, but you know the stigma related to like getting professional help. Like we really should sure. have each other's backs by you know. No, that's that's that, that's that. something to lose. That yeah. that stigma. I mean, it, and again, someone who knows what they're doing, and someone. And by the way, there are there are therapists that are not good. So you have to do a little right. bit of shopping around. That's I think true. we've all, all yeah. of us here have talked yes. to uh, oh, professionals yeah. before. In yeah. some, but uh, I mean, have you ever had a friend say, "Why are you still upset about this? Why you know like well, people, just yes, people can be dismissive. Wrong yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this this woman's lucky that the the friend who lost her husband is so kind. Honestly, because yeah. um, it could just be a trigger point for both of them. Who knows? I don't know. Well, All you right. know, Kathy, your, your friend you, could, could put the kibosh on it by just saying, I side with him. Oh, <laughs> I never I'm liked you with, anyway. I'm meeting, I'm meeting with him this weekend. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just started seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> what? She's single. Huh? No, he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Okay, Linda, this is yeah. this is a it's not the same thing yeah. scenario right here. And this is kind of what I'm looking for. And if you have uh, anything to, that's similar, uh, call in 215-263-WMMR. Linda, good morning. Hi. Sorry Hi. to bother you at work. Oh, no. It's okay, Linda. What's up? So, um, my husband died, um, about four years ago and I actually, thank you. And, um, I actually knew someone who reached out to me because their dog had died and they knew how I felt. Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. You should have said, you should have said uh, to this person, said, well, let me ask you, when you were making love to your dog, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you held your dog in your arms and you felt your dog, you know, <laughs> you you physically uniting as one. I mean, the fact, yeah. listen, and, and you under, listen, I, losing pets is horrible it's and hard. traumatic, it yeah. but it's, but it is not the same thing. Do you think, <laughs> was this right after the dog died? 
Or right after this, your husband died? Um, it was soon after my husband died. Right. I, oh not, I don't remember how long it had been since the dog had died. I don't think it was right after. Okay, so what did because, you say to her? Yeah. Um, it, well, it was a guy, oh, but God. I just said nothing. I mean, I was so in so much grief. I yeah. It was the easiest thing to just ignore. Okay. You know what? Okay. Also, though, but that it's a testament to you, Linda, so that we all ha- all have to realize that we're it's it's not our most stable moment when we're going through grief of any no. kind, and so sometimes it, it is. It's not necessarily a, a, a selfish thing, or you know, it's just it's, sometimes it's hard for people to see that there is not a direct correlation between <laughs> scraps dying right. and your husband. Right. Yeah. I did they recommend? It now. Did they recommend maybe going to the pound and getting another husband? Oh, by any chance? Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my. Yeah. Find a rescue. There are a lot of rescue husbands yeah. out there. <laughs> this one's been chipped. Wow. Thank you, Linda. Anytime. Here's here's a text. It says, "My my 17 year old son was killed in a car accident." My sister in law said to me, "I know exactly what you're going through. My son was in a car accident last week," and she said, "Like what the f is your son dead?" Oh my god! It was 12 years ago, and still makes my blood boil when I see her. Sure, Mm, I can see that. And, And and I guess it's listen. When people have a tragedy, and it's not you, it's someone you know has a tragedy, and you want to comfort, sometimes you don't know the proper things yeah. to say, and you might say something that's wrong. Robert Klein used to do a bit on it. It's one of his classic bits where people are drawn to tragedy, and they want to participate, Yeah, and, and, they'll, and he'll, he'll say, like... You know that flight that crashed in, in, in you know outside of uh, outside of the a uh, Peking, I, I my brother took that flight twelve years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, yeah. Just some kind exactly. of connection. Like, uh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what. Uh, I know. People tell are, this we, gal. It's, it's the same sort of dynamic that happens when we say we don't know what to say at funerals. But but at this, you you should be able to. It, even in your worst moment, you should be able to say, um, "Divorce does not equal death. Yes, dog yeah. does not equal husband. Right? Um, you right. know that there, there should. And if you maybe keep a chart, maybe you know, like old people keep like a tip yeah. chart in their in their we wallet. Pets you know, also don't equal children. Uh, that you know, you, right. you get a lot of uh, yeah. people that are like, you know, I, I understand. Like, you know, I have a dog, and <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Not even Dogs the same universe. Yeah. yeah. No, so so and then they'll say, you know, and I, I we're all pets, but I, I, I always say to people with kids and say, No, I know it. This is nowhere near the same thing. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Uh and going back to, you know, when people are grieving, not knowing was I know we've covered this before, but I've I don't know how many times I've been at uh talking to somebody who has their dearly departed at a at a funeral service and, and said, How you doing? Yeah. Or, uh, right, yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> what have you been up to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Well, uh, yesterday I was kneeling by a car accident in which my husband's head was ripped off. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that. That. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Similar thing here, Kathy. I'm going to go to Grace. Hey, Grace, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good, Grace. What's up? You had a similar scenario here, huh? Yeah. Um, my husband passed away around six years ago <clears throat> after being on home hospice care for five months and me taking care of him oh. and during that time a friend was going through a separation and when I would have a minute I would call her and you know make sure she was okay and you know she did the same for me but after my husband passed away it was like four years later and she was still going on about everything she would relive everything and just and I'm sitting 
there thinking, no. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same It's thing. not the same. What yeah. I went through is not the same thing. And then tragically, during that time, a dear friend of ours um, lost her 22-year-old son. Oh. And... Like at the repast during us being together, she was still rehashing well what I'm going through and this is what I'm going through and I was like, You have no clue what we have been through. <laughs> right. I've been through a divorce completely different than losing a husband. Right. Yeah. Well, and and then some people also don't know how to get past it. Yeah, and hey, could it be that maybe, you know, these people are well aware that it's not the same thing, and maybe that what you did go through, Grace, and what some other people have gone through was so much harder and so much more difficult that they're asking you, where did you find your strength? Because if I can even just tap into that a right. little bit, mm. not, that it's, not, not that it's the yeah. same thing, but, like, I need to find strength, and you well, are the strongest person yeah. I know. If the animals that, can find That's strength. understandable, but this was... This was not that. Right, right. right. You lost a husband, you lost a son, but let me tell you what I'm going through right now. And it's like, the woman who lost her son turned to me at the repast and said, do you understand what I'm going through? And I looked at her and I was like, no, (laughs) you lost a child. Right, right, right. Completely different. That is, you know, that is nothing compared to, you know, mine was more a... um, this is how life goes. Yeah, no, was, absolutely. My husband was young, but he wasn't twenty-two. Right. And and this other friend is in the other corner. No, we we, we, we get it. She's got. Listen, she she. There is. I hate to say it. I'm medicine to say it, but she she wants to at this point wallow in it a little bit, and mm. and that's that's something that can drag you down. So you yeah. got to protect yourself. Yeah. Right, and yeah. we were friends for 40 years, and it just came to a point where oh, I wow. like, I can't take Wow. It. All right, thanks, Grace. Sorry to hear that. Appreciate the call, though. Man, uh, if the animals can find the strength, <laughs> why can't we? That doesn't, why doesn't that yeah. just make everybody stop for a moment and go, you know? You know? Yeah. Man, <laughs> if the animals can find the strength, why can't we? Uh, I'm going to go to Jill. This is completely different. Hi, Jill. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. What's up, Jill? Good. Well, I have a different type of story, but still, um, I I don't have any children, and I had to have a hysterectomy. Okay. And I had several women compare me having hysterectomy to their cesarean. And it's like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting a baby out of this deal, and I'm losing my ability to have any children. Right. Okay. Right. So, are... are, are... But are they just comparing the procedure, meaning it's invasive and they're going yeah, into that same area? I think, I think they're trying to compare the procedure, but even but even with that, like it's still uh, it bothers you. Com- yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. And it's and it's still, and it's also still not as complex. Like you know, like my surgery was a three-hour surgery, and it was you know, it's a major surgery, and it's just you know. A C-section is like pretty much 30, 45 minutes and you have a baby. Well, the, the thing is, is that everyone's like you, you learn this, you know, is that you, like you can never what someone feels is what they feel. You can't diminish it. You can't understand what they feel. Everyone owns their own stuff. So so a C-section could could carry a lot of weight. But it's when when people start to um, they have to be a little bit aware of the fact that 
the way things land when they say them and and how yeah. um and how it you know it, it it's like it's it's like saying well geez, you you got your limb removed you know my my fingernail fell out you right. know it, it's it's not right. the same thing it's yeah. a difference between sympathy right. and empathy too yeah. like there, there's a there's a distinct difference between both of those and and mm. you can feel bad for somebody and, and feel like you uh, want to extend some sympathy towards them but if you haven't actually been through the situation you cannot inherently be empathetic towards the biggest them. mistake is to, to try to get people to shake you know is is to, is to is to fix it the thing the phrase that really works all the time is shake it off yes uh, yeah. yes try that one oh, yeah. oh God, on a friend. new widow yeah uh no hang on here's a uh here's a text from somebody it's, this is very plainly and clearly stated uh it says i learned from my psychology professor no one can possibly understand what another person is going through or feeling. And it comes down to biology, memories, DNA, life experiences, etc. Not yeah. even identical twins can possibly know how the other is feeling. It's the truth. And that's why you have to sit down and talk to somebody who's been trained and is a professional and get yeah. all this stuff out. And then some analysis can be made and suggestions can be given to you. you and know? if you can't find a trained therapist, watch someone who watches a lot of reality shows. You yeah. can do yeah, that. That works as I'm, well. Yeah. Listen, they seem to know human emotion. some people, that's joy, you know. Uh, hang on, let me go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, guys. So my daughter had uh, open heart surgery last summer. She was four years old. And the day before we were going to the hospital, uh, an acquaintance goes, oh, my dog had uh, surgery on his leg last summer. <laughs> He was fine. You guys will be good. <laughs> it's got to be the same since there are so many dog-human hybrids. Right. And, and you know all those cardiac surgeons uh, who also handle dogs. Uh, Did you I, respond to that, Bill? I mean, you know, the heart rate disease of uh, dog men is very low. All right. Well, that's good. Did, did you did you did you did you respond as Preston's question to? I, I, no, I walked away. I, yeah. I was like, my wife and I were disasters. I was like, I, yeah. I'm either going to hit you or I'm going to walk away. Yeah. So it's your away. it's your hey. daughter having yeah. open heart surgery. Buddy, I, yeah. I, I hear you. Four year old daughter. My cat spit up a fur ball. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like it should it's be fine. Not the same thing. Wow. All right. Thanks, Bill. Hey, by the way, how did your daughter's surgery go? Fine. All right, good, good, good. Good. She's at the dog park right right now. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the dog is dead. I hope you're happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Look what you did to my dog. Oh, my God. We have a heart transplant. (laughs) It's coming from a shih tzu. (sighs) I'm going to go next to uh, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Lisa. What's up? So... Um, my brother was killed in Iraq. Um, uh-huh. It'll be 19 years. And Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, a girl that I used to be friends with decided to tell me she knew exactly how I felt because she wasn't allowed to see her brother because he was in jail for committing armed robbery. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's not the no, same no, thing. The same. Yeah, because you stole a six-pack from a Wawa <laughs> right. or whatever. Uh, is not the same as as no, and and could, couldn't see the correlation. Couldn't was your react? What was your reaction when that was blurted out? I honestly like it was only like a couple months after my brother had been yeah. married. Ugh. I honestly no no joke. I told her I was going to throat punch her if she ever came near me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, wow. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe come talk to me after your brother gets shanked or something. But like. <laughs> He, I mean, no. I yeah. mean, it's, it's just. Right. Uh, Thanks, and again, we, we're all always sort of walking on eggshells in situations like that where someone's dealing with something so profound. So sometimes you do try to look for a correlation, but read the room. Right, right. 
Uh, one more quick call. It's our buddy Tucker. Uh, uh, Tucker, how you doing, man? Hey, Gadzook, guys. Gadzook, good to hear from you, bud. Likewise. All right, what's the story? Uh, well, you guys know I'm blind. Yes. But so- someone said to me, I know exactly how you feel. I can't see a thing before I could put my contact in. How'd that land on you, Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> I said, so then you put your contact in, you get in your car and drive away, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Oh, come well, on. Don't you have a special exactly pair of glasses you put on that gives you sight yes, immediately? Tucker. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you wear those, Tucker? <laughs> I know. I'll tell you. It just seems such a waste of time to not put your eye your when you like your glasses. You're seeing eye you're glasses. Seeing glasses right. that yeah, allow you to see things. Right. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. By the way, Tucker is a really good ice skater, and even though he is blind, I've seen him skate on Flyers ice yeah. uh, very impressively. So that's he, why I don't think he's actually blind. <laughs> I think he's been faking. It's all like Stevie Wonder. It's all a scam. <laughs> that's how he gets laid, man. Yeah. That's how he gets chicks. Yeah, he does quite well. We've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tucker. Good to hear from you man good to hear you guys. all right we'll Talk see you later you. all right anyway like you said steve i think your best advice is read the room yeah think about it before you compare something that is a bit of a leap and we know you may mean well but it's probably going to set the wrong way sometimes just saying um listen i'm here for you yeah you know i'm I not can i it. can't fix this i'm yeah. gonna you you're gonna go through your thing but I'm here for you. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, Christina Hutchinson will be joining us. She's going to be at Helium Comedy Club starting on Thursday. Then we're going to have a Flyers alum Brad Marsh. Another shot at winning $500 is coming up. And don't forget, today is Tattoos Day as well. Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. If you want to win a $350 gift certificate from them, text uh, Tattoo to 39333 and you just might win. We'll be back in a moment. This Thursday, WMMR celebrates our birthday, April 29th, 1968. The day the switch was flipped from Sinatra and Company to the Marconi Experiment, beginning an amazing run playing everything that rocks for the best listening audience in Philadelphia. To commemorate this special day and the impending return of live music, Pierre will take up residence in the MM archives and feature the best live music we've recorded over the past 53 years. Happy birthday to us. 93.3 WMMR. I know it's only Tuesday, but by the time Thursday rolls around, you're going to be looking for something to do, especially the weather's going to be great. You want to oh. be outside going to places. And uh, our next guest is going to be at Helium Comedy Club Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. She's local. She's been here before. We want to welcome Christina Hutchinson to the yeah. This morning, Christina. <laughs> Hi. What a welcome. Thanks. Oh, yeah. It's good to have you on. Um, so where are you right now? Where are we speaking to you live from? I'm in Manhattan. In Manhattan. So a hop, skip, and a jump down here. Uh, I, I, I follow you on Instagram, so I'm acutely familiar with your apartment and your whole situation. And uh, you recently adopted, well, not fairly recently, I guess a, a pandemic puppy, correct? I correct. Yes, his name is Kevin. He's a little wiener dog. <laughs> Kevin is uh, is adorable. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but so it's it's you sort of turned your your uh, your apartment and your apartment life into uh, into a studio of sorts. So there's always there's always stuff going on. It's a lot of fun to follow you, and something I've been enjoying the, uh, the enjoying that you've been doing uh, is I think you call it F Boy Friday. <laughs> uh, yes. c- can you explain what that is for people who are unaware? But because I think it's brilliant. Oh, well, thank you. So people will DM me on Instagram screenshots of conversations that they have 
with guys on dating apps, with F boys on dating apps that are so atrocious that if you don't laugh at them, you'll cry. I mean, they're, and, they're, they're staggeringly atrocious. I mean, like no yeah. decorum, no sense of, of what is appropriate. Out the window. Uh, yeah, and, and the, the thing that gets me is the the guy's bios, when it's the bio, like the first thing he wants you to know is that he doesn't want to be here. Like that to me is the funniest. That's my favorite type. Yeah, and so I think honestly, and I've said this and when you were in the studio, and we talked about this before, is that if guys really wanted to up their game and, and, and kind of instead of trying to game the system, actually try to find out how to communicate with women it would it would serve them to follow you and 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 attend your shows the podcast both you and Corinne are actually giving out usable information because <laughs> i mean the fact that there are guys out there who cannot see how outlandish what they're saying is it almost makes me think that there are a lot of guys out there who should attend finishing school do you agree with that I- Oh, I would love that. Oh, my gosh. We would be so much closer to world peace. And the thing, that, the thing that I love about the reaction to the F-Boy Friday on my Instagram when I posted is the people who are so shocked and think that it's fake are the guys. They're like, there's no way you're making this up. There's no way that's someone's bio. Like, right. But your kind is not the best. Uh, but listen, Christina, <laughs> w- wouldn't it be better, though, rather than have these guys learn and to pretend to be something that they aren't, actually just continue to be who they are so that you know to stay away from idiots like that? <laughs> you know what? The, the optimist, the glass half full in me is like, I know there's a good guy deep down in there. You just got to find him. All right. They, uh, they, we, and we've okay. seen our share. So over the years, we've done um, a singles mixers with a, with a relative degree of success. We, You know, and, and we we, I, th- I think we've, you know, uh, extended good advice, like, you know, think out of the box. Try not to date. If you've had no success dating a type, try a different type of person or whatever. But so so you are, and I don't mean to get personal. Are you currently in a relationship or? or uh, no. Okay. I have, not, I have not been on a date all quarantine. I'm actually, oddly enough, staying to myself. I'm working on myself. Yeah. Uh, so... And it's hard, and I don't want, no one wants to be part of this while, <laughs> while someone's working on themselves. You're going to see the highs and lows. It's just, this is just for me to see. But, but, so I'm doing the work so that when quarantine's over, when life is more, a little more normal, and I go back to dating, I'm not going to be a total trademark. I'm going to be a good, healthy, I'm going to be a person that I would want to date. That's me, my, that's my goal. It's always, let me, it's, we, we, we've had this conversation a lot. So, you know, I'm, I'm many years married and, and you, you, you learn things, you get better at things. And, and sometimes being a little introspective and taking that time. I know it seems like, uh, you know, we're in Dr. Phil territory to say work <laughs> on yourself, but the truth of the matter is it does help. Well, well it does help. It does. It helps everyone. And and it's so interesting that, that you say, like, oh, it's weird in Dr. Phil territory. People really do tiptoe around honest communication. Yeah. And it fascinates me how they'll be very comfortable, you know, emailing Corinne or I about a very specific, intimate problem. And they won't talk to their husband or their wife or their boyfriend or girlfriend about it. Right, right. What what do you need the most work on in your your opinion? What's uh, what are you really hammering away at? What I'm hammering away, I need to cultivate patience with myself and uh, I need to, yeah, I just, I I need to get to know myself a little bit better because I was with somebody for seven years and we were a little codependent and I think, uh, Mm. and so I just like have to get to know 
myself and who I am before I can go out there and <laughs> date. Because my manager will say, like, who are you on stage? You know, when he's looking at my tapes for stand-up. And I'm like, I don't know, Rick. I need to find out. So. Well, it's it's funny because, you you know, you, you're, you're confident and, and you know, but you guys are, you know, just you have great personalities and, and, and all these hackneyed things that you would say on the old, the old dating game. But they're, they're, it's the truth. You'd think you'd have this Swiss Army knife of attributes, but we all do that. I and mean, when you beat yourself up the most, that can be the biggest stumbling block. Like you're never happy with the way you, yeah. you are, you know? And how you treat yourself is how you're going to treat a partner. And yeah. so I make sure that I treat myself well. Yeah. And like take myself out on dates. It's a great time to go to museums in New York City. No one's in them. <laughs> like you have the whole thing to yourself. So I've been just, you know, exploring New York. Sure. Uh, so Christina. By myself and my dog. I mean, you, a dog will never disappoint you. No. It's really uh, a good lesson. In I don't know. There was a huge pile of crap on my uh, bath mat this morning. I was a little well, disappointing. Listen, boyfriends and girlfriends do, do that. <laughs> Uh, Christina, I have a friend who, uh, you know, just talking about being single and then being ready for a relationship. She was, um, the last time she had a boyfriend was uh, November or December of 2019. And then she did what you were doing, was she took some time for herself at the beginning of 2020, and then the pandemic hit. So she had an entire year to sort of work on herself (laughs) and take care of herself. And now... She has a at the point where she's ready, you know, and and like and she's excited, and she's been on a couple of dates, and for her, like human contact and being with dudes has just been incredibly exciting. So and so much so that it's led to a real boost in her sex life, which is you know, which is great. I feel the excitement coming from you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, listen, I'm just, happy for just her. as a voyeur, it's no, been a thrill. I'm really happy for her. So my question is, uh, do you feel like that? Um, could be happening for you at some point in the next six months to a year. (laughs) I don't know. Who the heck knows? I mean, life is just, it's hard, it's weird, and it doesn't go where you think it's going to go. So my whole thing is, I don't know. I don't feel like, I've been on the dating apps. I went on the dating apps recently because Corinne and I got a photo shoot done and the pictures were so hot, but I wasn't allowed to post them. (laughs) I was like, I need somebody to see these. And she's like, go on the dating app profile. I'm like, that is exactly what I'm going to do. But I make me the profile and put all the hot pictures up and then I don't even check the messages. I just want to be seen. So I'm like, that's baby steps. (laughs) All right. So so for those who have been in that situation where they uh, have been solo at the beginning of the pandemic and stayed that way um yeah. how how has solo sex been uh are we are we learning so, more things about ourselves that we didn't know beforehand yeah i guess so i mean how many did you learn about a new way to 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 yeah, I'm married, he's so he's I, using my hand yeah you, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wasn't sure if, if, if being alone being you know forcibly for the most part alone right now for this <laughs> amount of time as opposed to trying and not really getting anywhere and Maybe you get right. a little, you know, a booty call or something along those lines to at least satisfy your needs. You've had to, for those who are being very vigilant about not having contact with other people, maybe had to, uh, you know, uh, I don't Entertain know, themselves. dress it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Entertain themselves or a little bit more. Explore, explore yourself and learn more about your right. physicality. I think, I think my brother's listening to this. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. So don't answer here. that. Never like, mind. I will say I would love to see a President Steve Porno. Uh, yes, that, dear God! If, if yeah. you saw the movie Night, if you saw, if you saw the movie Nineteen Seventeen, that would be it. Yeah. So it's the same. Uh, it's a lot like trench warfare. Um, but we, I, it's my understanding here, and I don't know if this is true or not. You have been getting your share of of sex exposure because there's been a a van parked outside your uh, apartment. Is that the case? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a guy parking right outside my window. 
having sexual intercourse in this minivan. Uh, oh my god! Point where it was rocking, uh, <gasps> but like seven nights in a row. Seven like, nights. Wow. So it was a lot. It, it felt like he was doing it to like go ha ha, and I was like. All right. <laughs> Just to go home. Huh? He, he like covered the windshield, and then the next day he just didn't do anything, and he was yeah. doing it in the front seat, and so he like he started uh-huh. to care less and less. Same partner uh, every time. Uh, yeah, he well he did it for about a week straight, and then he came back a month later. It's very he's very on and off. Uh, I'm trying to memorize the schedule. I'm not really <laughs> <laughs> no, but was what? it the same partner? Was he with the same person? I think so. Okay. I never see her, but I know that there was another person. In the van, they had ten windows in the back. It could have been performance art. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Christina, uh, what shirt are you wearing? It says "I love something." I just wasn't sure. I thought. Oh, Oh, it's my Wawa tattoo. That's right, dude. You're you're the real deal. Wait, the last time we had you here, you were looking to get your tattoo somewhere. Uh, Where did you end up going? Do you remember? Shoot, where did I end up going? I forget. It was on South Street. I don't. I forget the name of the place. Floating but, uh, world tattoo and piercing, maybe. You, you know, you and Johnny Knoxville have something in common. He's got a Wawa tattoo as as well. Yeah, oh, he, 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 he well, did. I was thinking, you know, every time I headline helium in Philly specifically, since that's where I'm from, uh, I want to get a Pennsylvania esque yeah. tattoo. All right. Um, what county are you from? What's uh, what county? Montgomery. Okay. okay. I was going to say. Uh, if you were from Delco, you would probably get something Delco. <laughs> Montgomery County doesn't do that. Like they don't carry Whiteman's the same. logo or something. <laughs> have you have you watched uh, <laughs> Yes. Have you watched Mayor from Easttown, the uh, the Kate Winslet uh, show? It takes place in Delco. I have, no. Yeah, so no, she, I she she said that the um by far you know, she's an accomplished Academy Award uh, level actress. She said by far the dialect that was the most difficult to nail was the Delco accent. <laughs> and, and, and I would be curious to see your take on it being a, uh, a native to the area. If you would, if you think oh, you want to get get to Wawa, get to Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she's doing. Want to get crying in the Wawa parking lot? That's that's great. Um, and now there is uh, also I'm, I'm looking at some of the stuff on you here, and there you and Corinne have gotten interested in learning about money and money management. And and yes. the concept of uh, Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrency and all that has started to surface. Are, do you feel now that you have uh, the beginnings of an understanding of this realm? Because now it's everyone's talking about it now. Cryptocurrency, I'm not as good at, but I am good at understanding, like, you know, how to have a diverse financial portfolio. OK, uh, cryptocurrency, to my knowledge, is a volatile stock. That's what my accountant said. And she right advise me not to touch right. it however i did buy bitcoin like three years ago and if i would have held on to it i would have been a very rich lady so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i have a feeling like unlike you anything that i would get involved with would immediately crash just by knowing that i had gotten involved <laughs> with it. Yeah. 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 yeah you know what it will with that attitude and like absolutely that's just like walking. <laughs> what you call being conservative with your portfolio yes yes well, uh, listen, Christina, we are uh, excited that you're coming back in town. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are stoked that uh, you've got the show, the gig at, uh, uh, at Helium. And if anybody wants to suggest tattoos to you, maybe yes. they can uh, get in touch with you via social media. So Please do, yeah, Christina Hutch. It's going to be a trend. And um, we'll just remind people that you can get tickets uh, at HeliumComedy.com. So Thursday, one show, Friday, Saturday, two shows each night. And people are going to want to go out. It's The weather's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, it's warming up and it's going to be excellent. So, uh, but it's great to talk to you, and hopefully, we'll see you, you in the studio next time. Would be great. Yes, yes. I hope to see you guys. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited and, to be back. Anytime, Christina Hodges. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Christina. Uh, and you can check her out on Instagram, and it is uh, you can just type in Christina Hutch, and and Christina is spelled K R Y S T Y N A, and she is on there. So uh, very cool. Uh, we have another guest coming up in a couple minutes, but we got some time to spend uh, with some other things. Uh, I did want to get to this, Steve. I know that you had um, sent this over with the uh, uh, the new operating system on your iPhone. Yes. Uh, you will be able to change Siri's voice. Oh. I think you can do it right now if you got the update. Um, it says here it starts the week of April 30th. All right. Um, well, that is this week. Is it? Okay, yeah. then Then you should be able to do it. I haven't updated my phone. Let me see. You know what? Let me check and see. It's supposed to be 14, iOS 14.5. Yeah. If you have it set to automatically update, you might already have it. I'm going to check on that right now. But, um, yeah, I've always used, I thought you could change the voice already. Yeah. You can the, change Alexa's voice. Yeah. Okay. But these are the stock voices they, they include for series. Um, uh, well, there are actually a few dialects. Right. Uh, and there are a few different um, uh, men, women, um, you know, that might be more to your liking. Any yeah, celebrities? I, I have 14.42, so I need 14.5. I didn't see any celebrities uh, listed, Nick, but you, there are ways. Um, obviously, Siri has to have all the command um, instructions or abilities. I, I guess there's something a little bit different. You can have certain. You can have certain alerts and things that are. You can create your own. You know, but uh, this is a little bit more in uh, baked into the operating system. All right. So we have a couple of examples of this, I believe. Yes, okay. we have the ones that are just the the uh, different men and women, and then we have ones that are the international. Okay, I have two clips here. Okay, so here we go. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Oh. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. <laughs> Some people call me Mandy. Um, they sound a little less synthetic. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a bit. You know, and here's uh, another option. Here we go. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi. I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hmm. Okay. Which one would you guys pick? Uh, uh, I don't the know. The one that I already have, probably. Stick with the standard old Siri? Yeah. Hang on, I want to hear the first one again. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Maybe. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I had my GPS uh, GPS with a British accent for a while. Okay. Yeah. My I GPS. Would like, I would like to see Rocky. Yeah. Hi, Rocky. Hey. How how many tablespoons are in a cup? Hey, where's this goddamn thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how big is the cup. It's <laughs> it's a cup. What? It's a single cup. How big is the cup? It's one cup. <laughs> Eight ounces. How big is that? <laughs> you have to help Rocky. What? Can you help me out? You have a pen? What? <laughs> I need you to do some quick math for me. 
No, that's hey, why we called you. Hey, Rocky, how much does the Statue of Liberty, Liberty weigh? <laughs> Statue of Liberty? <laughs> oh, man. No, Rocky's making that. fun of you. <laughs> Anybody have a question for Rocky? <laughs> Statue of Wibbity. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Rocky, what's your favorite Rocky movie? Uh, yeah, you put me on the spot. Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> Rocky, what's the capital of Thailand? Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> that, see, he knew that one very quickly. Yeah, check it out. All right. Leave me alone. All right. Hey, Rocky. You want to make a call or what? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, it used to be... Who, who had the celebrity voice? There were there were GPSs that had celebrity well, voices. There was... Uh, Mr. T. One of them was Ozzy. Ozzy, Ozzy yeah. For a while, if you remember, but... I, I think it's the Waze app will allow you to do tailored... Um... Yeah, Waze had... Um, they oh. had TI, I think. Yes. They would be like, you know, in half mile, turn left. <laughs> Casey, give me the, the Rocky music again. All somebody right, somebody has a, a question for Rocky here, and I'll, I will pose it for them. So it's up. Hey, Rocky, is it over? Nothing's over! <laughs> Nothing's over! Come back for me and ask me to me damn on my phone. Pushing my numbers, making calls they don't need to make. Asking for recipes, asking how much the statue of Wibbly weighs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, there's a bunch coming in. Hey, Rocky, what is your dog's name? Buckies. Yes, it is. Very, very good. You got one right, so thank you. Yeah, and then Thailand. That and Thailand? Yeah, the capital of Thailand is Pittsburgh. That's right. Oh, yeah, you got that right. I'm sorry. I thought you made your dog. You got it right. I thought your dog's name was Thailand. <laughs> my other dog's name is Thailand. <laughs> I went with Buckies and Thailand. <laughs> my birds are named Tweety and Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Singapore, the bird sings. I get it. Right, right, exactly. Questions for Rocky. Well, okay. Uh, so, anyhow, if you want to change up the the voice, uh, you go to uh, settings, Siri and search, and then Siri voice, and you should be able to do it. It's pretty easy to do. Um, and there was another iPhone thing. The new update says that uh, it contains a significant new privacy feature that lets users block apps from secretly following what they do on the Internet uh, to better target ads to them. There are a lot of people who are who freak out. And I can understand this now. We're living in a time where there's like people are getting what they call the, the DPNs, their own uh, visible panty lines. Now. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, uh, you know, just to sort of minimize the amount of, of, of sort of passive surveillance they're under. And also, you know, the weird thing where you, you know, how many of you have had the, the the thing where you're talking about something at home and you're talking about a product and all of a sudden you start seeing it pop up on your on your um, on your websites in the. In oh, the I, saw, I, I showed Nick one the other day. I was searching for something for um, our bikes, yeah. bicycles and. Uh, an ad popped up, and not only it wasn't just bike related. Yeah, it was. I forgot what it said. It's something like, um, you know, this old man knows how to bike. What it knew that I was in a, a, a man, an yeah. adult man over fifty years old that was looking at bikes. Like it was that much tweaked well, into the it. The problem is, is that 
the problem is you're like you're like I don't like that, but I do like this bike. It's kind well, of that's big. that's so, the thing so it's too. Like, yeah, uh, I'm not cool with this, but boy, that looks pretty cool. That uh, that's a better looking yeah. one than I was looking at before. <laughs> so you know what? So you're you're sort of trading out yeah. stuff, and it's it's sort of a. a, a, a it's a slippery slope, but I, I you what, know, I'm what, an easy mark. What's what's pissing me off are, are the options that, that pop up on the onset. Number one, you get the, the standard warning now about cookies being yes. uh, being on the on the site. But <laughs> sometimes there will also be a push notification that yeah. comes up. And if the push notification one comes up first, uh, if I'm just because I like I'm doing bizarre files, I'm going through several websites in in, in an hour. You like click yes to it too quickly. I might accidentally click on yes, yes. thinking that it's the cookie one. I, I've had it, I've had it, and I've ended up with alerts from the Latvian Times. And then you got to go and research on how to remove yeah. uh, push notifications, which is not too difficult, but it's no. nothing that's at the top of my mind that I know right, how to right, do. Right. You know, and it's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, but anyhow, so so yes, there's a feature called app tracking transparency that'll be on the new update uh, for your iPhone. It will require apps, including ones already on your phone, to ask for and receive consent from you in order to track your online activity. Which I've seen that pop up already a few times, where it'll ask if you could if they can track. And up, uh, you know, I'll opt no on that sometimes. Yeah. Um, what was that sound? <laughs> <laughs> that was I, I kind of burped. Hey, Rocky, was, knock, knock. Scary. I gurgled a little bit. Banana. Aren't you glad it's the orange? <laughs> what? Are we doing jokes? Statue of Wibbity. <laughs> knock, knock. So, hey. Who's there? Statue of Wibbity. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad I'm not a banana? <laughs> Some, what's happening? Somebody said, <laughs> hey, Rocky, what's up on the roof? <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose. Oh! I get like, like, like a baby reindeer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Did you, see, Santa Claus up there did you see my sign language <laughs> yeah, for reindeer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. As I was right. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a claw where his hand used to be. I was gesturing the reindeer flying through the air. symbol for reindeer on my roof. Making like a claw with my hands and the, my fingers are their feet. Oh my god! <laughs> I like the knock knock joke. Yeah, though. that's a great idea. Do you ever ask your um, your Alexa to to tell you jokes or to? Yeah. Uh, I got the new. So I got the new um, the the new Alexa show, which is the um, yeah, is this video one. screen. Uh, have you gotten the new one? Yeah, the like the screen where you can see it, it follows you. Uh, oh, I don't cool. know. We could see okay. the people at the front door. So yes. So here's the deal. The new one actually, it it it, it looks like a um like a round subwoofer. So it's, it gets it gets a better sound. Is it for video calling? It it makes so as you're walking around. Yes. Yeah. You can, I, you, I've seen that ad. You can do that. Okay. And as you're walking around the room, the screen will follow you. You yeah. can tell it to stop. But as if you're talking to someone, it will follow you. Or if you're like walking around the kitchen and you're looking at a recipe or whatever. It's it follows you. So That's cool. It, it, it creeps my wife out because I have two of them now. But I, you can tell it to stop following you, and then you can literally built into the device. There is a slide. It's a, this is a, up on the screen here in the studio. There's a physical shield you can slide over the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, or to keep it from following. Oh, yeah, the new, that's well, to I keep have. you from being seen, you can just right. block the camera. And okay. the new uh, iPhone has that shield as well, right, on the yeah. camera, right? Yeah. So, like, um, in case you don't want the camera out all the right. time. Oh really? Yeah, I think that's one of the new features on the new iPhone to uh, just for a little bit of peace of mind. Less creepiness. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I I go through my phone. I can see your butthole. <laughs> oh wow! What? 
What's that, Alexa? <laughs> I can see your butthole. Uh, I go through my phone uh, periodically and delete apps. And, and Kathy, yesterday I felt bad, but I deleted the uh, the Target app off of my phone. <laughs> Why would you ever do that? Well, I just don't. It's use always it. there if you want to call it Here's back. Yeah, I just don't use it nearly enough, and it's taking up space. And I just I felt like cleaning off my phone a little bit. But I thought of you as I was taking it off. Oh. She's gonna be mad at me. You're yeah, lost. Yeah, <laughs> I got a bunch on there that I've that I've signed up for. Uh, like you know when we. We're just in Maine, and in, uh, we were ordering food. It recommended using a, uh, a this app, you know, yeah. to have a dinner. And I tried, and I, I didn't, couldn't get it to work, and it'll probably sit there for years before I realize, hey, I never use this, and I'll get rid of it. I've got I've got a bunch in there it, like it, that. It's what happens. You it's 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 what they call digital debris, where right, you, you right. just build up all of this stuff. Going through the simple, um, you, you know, like I, I was telling my wife, I got her a new phone. Um, and just to clear off things she's not using anymore, just to get rid of that, that garbage. But, uh, like for example, Preston, I went through my house. I have so many Amazon devices, mm. you know, between the, the cloud cams and so on and so forth. I, I went through the list. The list was like, and they're even on the Amazon site, you know, they, they were talking about you build them up and I had like 35, 40 things. Wow. And I'm like, like 18 of them were still active. So I had to clear them off the list, but you start to. This is the world we live in. We, we're yeah. we're getting virtual garbage. Yeah, but I'll never get rid of the Ask Rocky app. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> do it. Yeah, because hey, you want to know how much statue Wibbity weighs? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to know how much the statue Wibbity weighs. is huge. <laughs> we we have a guest who is online and ready to talk to us. He is uh, he's doing a very cool thing it's in great. conjunction with the charity, and uh, we're uh, glad to help him out. And of course, he entertained us uh, throughout the 1980s here in Philadelphia as one of your flyers. And we want to welcome to our program this morning. Mr. Brad Marsh yeah. to the show. Brad, good morning, sir. Oh, we can't. Wait, no, no, that's me. I, I didn't. All right, there we Sorry, go. we didn't have it. your audio. Let me do that again. Yeah. Good morning, Brad. Hey. hey. Well, thank goodness it wasn't me because I'm at a loss when it comes to all this technology stuff. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you're doing hey, fine. Yeah, it was our fault. We got hey, this no. Zoom set up. You're doing good so far there. Yeah, well, it pays to have a wife that's smarter than me. <laughs> Don't we know it, dude? Absolutely. Um, well, listen, you are on board with Every Child Deserves a Bike. And on the surface, it seemed like it seems like you're just wanting to get uh, bikes to every single child. But it has a different twist on it. it uh, it's for people who aren't able, able-bodied. Uh, to get bikes, and uh, can you speak a little bit about the organization, and we'll then we'll have some discussion about it. Oh, for sure, and yeah, hey, it would be great because when a kid gets a bike, it just opens up a brand new world for him. So, if you want to take that one step further to children uh, who have a disability of some sorts, they can't ride a normal bike. And so, I was a part of a bike presentation with Help Hope Live, a wonderful uh, charity here in the Philadelphia area, and Kelly Green heads it up and. Uh, they were presenting a bike to a young fella uh, that couldn't ride a, bu- a regular bike. And he had, I forget the uh, the disability he had, but he had to pedal the bikes. They had to adapt it so he would pedal the bikes with his hands, if you know what I mean. That's great. I've seen those. Yeah. You know what? It was such a wonderful experience to be there and to see how happy uh, the young fella was when he got on the bike. And more importantly, to see how happy uh, his parents were just to see him get on the bike. And so... One thing led to another. I got tel- uh, talking with Kelly, and uh, the conversation went like this. Uh, how much does a bike cost? Four to $6,000. Uh, 
can you find us a child in the Philadelphia area? Yes. Can it be ready by Christmas? Yes. Okay. The Flyers alumni will buy a bike. Uh. So thankfully the bike arrived on December 24th and myself, Joe Watson, and Jimmy Watson showed up at Lucy Brooks' house. Uh, there was a box in her driveway. And once again, it was such a special moment to see her come out and rip the box apart, get the bike out. She got right on the bike and started pedaling through the neighborhood. Her mom and dad are there. Brothers and sisters are there. Grandma and grandpa. Everybody's crying. Everybody's so happy to see Lucy. And you can check out Lucy riding her bike on our website, uh, flyersalumni.net. It's unbelievable. So anyhow, I told Kelly, I'll call you after Christmas. And so once again, very short conversation. It went like this, Kelly loved what we did on the 24th. Uh, can you line up more kids? Yes, we can. And okay. The Flyers alumni are developing this campaign. Every child deserves a bike and it's our goal to provide a bike moving forward every month to a, a disadvantaged great. child in the Philadelphia area. It, it is the best. And I'm sure, Brad, you remember when you were a kid how important your bike was to you. For me, it was just, it was my transportation. I mean, to get from, to, yeah. to go see my friends. And and not only that. It's, it's freedom. Uh, it's freedom. It's a sense of pride because that's that's your bike. Man. Yeah. You're proud of your bike. It's it's a really cool thing. And I, and I had never really considered uh, the fact that, um, you know, that these mods are available, that these bikes can be constructed, and obviously they have to be custom-made. I mean, just a regular bicycle is expensive nowadays, very yeah. expensive. So to actually custom-make this, or do they, um, uh, do, how much do you know about the, uh, the the manufacturing process, and do they do they, they find the kids and find out their specs and then make the bikes uh, custom for them? That's correct. Like, uh, we're working with Help, Hope, Live, Kelly from, from uh, Help, Hope, and Live, and they source out. They also help uh, uh, adults. They have to renovate their house or adults. They need a van. It's just a wonderful charity. And, of course, they find out they find uh, families that have kids that need bikes. And so there is no shortage of, of applicants. And so we're working with them. And when we identify a child, uh, they'll get the specs needed. Then they reach out to the bike manufacturer. Every bike is specially designed to suit the child so they can accommodate all sorts of things i assume with electric capability too you can have a if a child is unable to to actually propel the bike that way they can have the option of a of self-propelled bike correct oh exactly i think the sky's the limit uh and the manufacturer they've been great uh working with us and so you know the good news is is we we presented lucy with her with her bike in december we have two more bikes on order. One should be arriving any time now. We have two more recipients uh, uh, chosen. And then with the success of the campaign uh, that we just rolled out, and we're, you know, we're asking Flyer fans, hey, go on our website, flyersalumni.net. Actually, it's a brand new website. Us old guys are pretty happy and pretty <laughs> proud of ourselves creating a new website. We've got a commerce site on it and everything. <laughs> And there's great a great story about Lucy, our first recipient, and some pictures and videos. And what a fighter she has uh, cerebral palsy, but she's had a number a number of other issues in her short life. Um, but what a fighter! What a what a young girl with uh, d- incredible determination. And she's so fast in the bike; it's really neat. <laughs> That's great. Know. That's awesome. Uh, anyhow, with the success of uh, of the program, uh, we are now in a position to order two more bikes that will bring the total up to six bikes that we've provided to local kids. Hey, when it, when everyone clicks on and makes a donation, they all get a really cool uh, uh, T-shirt 
uh, Every Child Deserves a Bike t-shirt. So it's a pretty cool campaign and Flyer fans, they're one of a kind. So uh, we're, we're looking to work with Flyer fans over the next year and provide a whole bunch of bikes. Brad, uh, you know, you say it's great to you and you and the old guys, the Alumni Association, getting your website together. I just wanted to touch on that uh, a little bit, the, the Flyers alumni, because uh, you guys are such great ambassadors of, of the team, of the game. Uh, and I know that every time that I, I'm at a game, I love running into whoever may be there. And there's, you know, it's it's all the, the guys, you know, the, the names that you've known right. forever, Watson and and uh, Schultz and, and uh, Bernie Perrant and Brian Propp and all these guys. Um, what? How, how big is is the cluster of, of of representatives in the alumni that are around? Well, we have about sixty guys that live locally that contribute to the day in and day out of the function of the Flyers alumni, and that includes Hershey because he's longtime Flyer fans. That was their farm team for a lot of years, and a lot of guys. Uh, retired, played for the Flyers, are up and down in their career, if you will, and they retired in Hershey, so they're very active. But we have 600 plus alumni worldwide, and when we have our bigger events, um, our golf tournament, our Friday night fights event, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, we bring in guys uh, from all over uh, North America. Um, we brought in some Swedes before, and uh, so we got a great group, and they're happy to come in. Our next big event, uh, what the public can participate is, is we have a golf tournament. We've turned it into an alumni weekend this year, and uh, we'll be celebrating Joe Watson, who ah. just retired after 54 years of, of patrolling the blue line for the Flyers and then patrolling the offices and the phones, man, and the phones in the Flyers' offices. It's 54 years. But wow. You know, so we're going to have a great time with all the guys in town. But you mentioned the guys at the game, the Flyers alumni at the game. And it, it's really funny to see us old guys at a game. And I, I always reference it to everybody's seen the Muffets. And what's those two old guys? That sit up? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the that's the alumni watching the Flyers. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they can't understand the mistakes made. <laughs> No one can understand the word that they're saying, but yes, the Flyers alumni are, are at all the games, and uh, there's no bigger Flyer fans. Than by the, the way, the, by the way, you mentioned Joe Watson. The only reason I may try to avoid him is so I don't have to shake his hand because <laughs> yeah. he will break yeah. your wrist. Break it. He, he will. He will Joe's crack one of, Joe's your... one of a kind. We call his nickname is Thundermouth because he's so loud. And, Thundermouth. And, you know. <laughs> For those of you that remember when he played, he, he gave everything. But he's 78 years old. He still plays for our alumni game, our, our alumni team, and our alumni hawk charity hockey games. And we have to get someone to tie up his skates now. But he gets on the ice, and he thinks it's the Stanley Cup Finals against Boston Bruins or Buffalo Sabres. If a player doesn't back check, there's no back checking in alumni hockey. Right. But Joe will give it to you if you do not back check during an alumni game and the part of the alumni weekend is uh we will be having an alumni game so details on that will will come out shortly okay that's uh, awesome it's going to be a great weekend and i'm just watching my uh email and this is what's really great uh and i appreciate you guys having me on as we're yakking here your listeners your your fans your faithful are I got a lot of donations coming in Excellent. and uh, so it's really good to be able to see it in live time the money piling up that's great yeah brad the info uh, information is up on our website too and uh, we'll be sure to put it on social media but i wanted to ask you about a teammate of yours 
uh, because I still see his name when I go down the shore, and that's Tim Kerr. He has a, a realty uh, shop down in, in the Jersey Shore, and uh, I'm, I'm wondering what um, if you still have a friendship with him, and, and you know what it was like playing with him back in the day. Well, Tim was a great guy, great teammate, great player. Quiet, quiet, quiet. I talked to him not long ago, and he's he always kept to himself. And and uh, I talked to him not long ago, and he said his, his wife was teasing him because. He's been social distancing for years and years and years. And years. <laughs> <laughs> he was just preparing. You know um, I've often said that there's so many uh, retired athletes, and in this case, retired flyers uh, or NHL players who will be remembered for what they did in retirement uh, rather than what they did on the ice. And we all know how great Timmy was goal scoring while he played with the flyers the strongest man I've ever had to try to move out from front of the net. And he was just a bear out there and you couldn't move him, and he could score goals like crazy. But <laughs> a lot of people don't know if Timmy retired and he moved down to the shore there, started the real estate company, him and his wife, they've been so active in the charitable world down there. They have five uh, fundraising events each year wow. uh, down in Avalon Stone Harbor. And he's raised hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, once again, all on the QT, uh, just for local charities, uh, charities in the Philadelphia area. He has a Labor Day run, which is fabulous. Uh, he just goes about his business. I think it's his 32nd year that he's had the run. They didn't have it last year, uh, obviously, but um, I'm assuming it'll be back this year. Amazing hockey player, but even a more of an amazing person and what he's done in retirement for the charitable world. That's and, great. Uh, just an incredible guy. Well, you're doing great work, too, uh, Brad, and we, we appreciate the time. We'll send people to our website to link on to you guys and to make donations and help every child get a bike, especially, you know, for these kids who you normally wouldn't think of, disabled kids, disabilities, these bikes can be made for them and give them some of that really special part of a childhood that you probably had that you would like them to have. It's it's an awesome thing. So, uh, Brad, we wish you luck with this. And um, and, uh, it's flyersalumnieeverychild.com, but you can just go through com and get it done very easily. So good luck with everything, Brad. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day, everyone. You too. Yay. Brad Marsh, guys. Nice. You know, I think uh, I think these guys, I was just thinking as we were talking to him, he's such a great interview and a great conversationalist that I think that once these professional athletes get out of the game, they yeah. get better at, at getting on and, and talking and having conversations and talking. Yeah. I guess they, then maybe they, they get into the routine of saying the same things over and over when you're talking about I, Current seasons and so on. And we didn't want to talk about the current seasons because we want to talk about that right now. Let's yeah. talk about happy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Claude Giroux will be like working for Rosetta Stone? And, uh, Maybe. Yeah. For all we know. Yeah. You see, uh, the other day, uh, Giroux said he wants to spend the rest of his career here, and I, I hope that he does. I hope That's so, awesome. too, man. What was it that he hit the other day? Um, yeah, he passed Brian Propp for uh, points um, with the you know for the franchise. He's played his entire career here, and he passed Propped for third all play, uh, all time. He's behind Bobby Clark and Bill Barber, wow. uh, all alone in third place for most points in the history of the franchise. I think he'll, if he stays here, there's he no could, doubt in my mind he'll be the leader of those. Yeah, he'll pass probably um, Bill Barber in the next year. Uh, Bobby Clark might be a tall order, but, um, you know. 
Yeah, his geez, hope geez, is to uh, is to bring back the last stand, Casey. Uh, oh, the, my God. Uh, hot dog place. So I was talking to the owner of the last stand over the last uh, month or so, and I found this great location. Uh, you started this, Steve. No, <laughs> it was going to be a throwaway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be a throwaway. Yeah. Yeah, and I found a great, great location. Uh, I, I don't know if there's any... Uh, May I suggest a, sp- a spot? Yeah. Next to Shoebies and Doobies. Yeah, yeah possibly. I'm telling you, dude, you want to get a dog right after you come out of my dispensary. <laughs> he wants to stay in Delco, though. Oh, Delco. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, listen, a reminder, we got a tattoo to give away. President Steve, uh, Tattoos Day. So text word tattoo to 39333, and we'll get a winner in a little while. And that is, of course, from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre file and... Uh, with the Preston Steve money clip coming up. We'll be right back. There's more from Mr. Dave Grohl. This time with his daughter, Violet, covering nausea by legendary L.A. punk band X. Plus, the pretty reckless make Billboard chart history, and Van Weezer finally has a release date. And don't forget to check out this week's Big Friggin' Deal. Two general admission tickets for the Skip Act 2021 Spring Wine Fest on May 22nd for just 25 bucks. Ah! Keyword, deal. All right, we shall do the Bizarre File right now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber. A.D. Moyer Lumber has been supplying quality building materials and service for over 80 years. For four generations, one family, one commitment. You can learn more at ADMoyer.com. Uh, let's begin with this. A new baby has been officially named Corn, and no. by that I mean spelled K-O-R-N, like the band, like the band. And it was apparently after a hospital made an error when producing the birth certificate, or at least that's what one Twitter user claimed happened to them. Well, just Corn regularly spelled would be kind of a dumb name. Agreed. Uh, they <laughs> had uploaded a small section. Someone's a little gassy. Certificate of as proof before setting their account to private. Once the news began to trend, uh, the mother of the, of the child tweeted, "The hospital messed up my baby's name, and we just got the birth certificate, and the and it's corn. Yeah, my baby's name is legally corn." Uh, no further information about the newborn is available, but a screenshot of the original tweet is apparently. Out there for now, the other kids are going to laugh at it because it's not spelt with a C. Yeah, right. What's that all about? Yeah, I had, I had an uncle corn, and his name is Cornelius, but oh, they okay. call him Uncle Corn. Eh, yeah, that's it. Uncle Corn. <laughs> it's my cousin Carrot. Yeah, uh, a man <laughs> has been arrested in Albania after driving into a pre. Uh, I'm sorry, a p a, a pedestrianized <laughs> square. A, a pedestrian. Uh, and in the capital of uh, Tirana. So this is in Albania. Yes. And it's wild. I saw the video of this. The car only came to a stop when a passerby jumped in through the driver's side window feet first, like doing a, a flying double Wow, that's awesome. Into the guy's face. And it's like Captain America. Him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the passenger... Captain Albania. The passerby said that he thought the driver was aiming for the crowd in a possible terrorist attack. Uh, many people had been lining up to be vaccinated in tents in the square at the time. Uh, Albanian police say that they believe the 32-year-old suspect was 
driving under the influence of drugs. And this guy may have stopped him uh, from doing something terrible. Captain Lou Albedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, a Danish Lutheran priest on Monday was charged with murdering his wife, even though her body has never been found. Man, um, those Lutherans are different. Uh, the charges against Thomas Gothard were filed after an assessment found that the evidence was sufficiently uh, weighed to be, excuse me, able to prosecute. The prosecutor, Ann Met Syrup, said, uh, although investigators don't have a corpse and hence a probable method of murder, we have found evidence that is sufficient. His wife, Maria, left the couple's home on October 26th in a depressed state of mind. Mm-hmm. However... When the 43-year-old uh, psychologist didn't show up at a birthday party at one of the groups, uh, the couple's two children, three days later, she was reported missing by her sister. Police said, uh, from Jacobson, left her phone, computer, and credit cards behind. Gothard's arrest three weeks after her disappearance made news in the country. Uh, he was detained after investigators found hydrochloric acid and caustic soda in the couple's home and discovered internet searches for words like sea depth Oil barrels, suicide, disappeared, and cleaning had been made on the computer. That all seems very damning. Yeah. Uh, Surveillance video from a recycling station, Gothard. A Lutheran guide to murdering your wife. uh, Was seen moving a large barrel on a hand truck uh, that was 11 days before the wife of his, uh, the disappearance of his wife. So they are looking into it and they're going to try and find some more evidence and see if they can find him uh, responsible. A Nevada fugitive on the run for nearly 30 years was recaptured in Mexico and has since been extradited back years. to the United States. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. they got this guy. Uh, the U.S. Marshal Service on Thursday announced agents arrested Samuel Gallardo, who was convicted of DUI causing death or serious bodily injury in the 1992 death of Gary Selby Jr. Uh, the 52-year-old was driving the wrong direction when he slammed into Selby's vehicle, instantly killing the 18-year-old. Gallardo was 27 at the time of the deadly crash, which also left several others seriously injured. Uh, And through the collaborative efforts of the Nevada Department of Corrections, Department of Homeland Security, and the Mexican government, and the U.S. Marshal Services, he was brought to justice. Uh, He was convicted of DUI causing death or serious bodily injury in 92. He escaped custody in 94 after serving less than one year of his 40-year sentence. He was ordered to spend 40 years behind bars, but uh, the inmate managed to escape while he was working with a fire crew. So they tracked this guy down in Mexico found him and brought him back he's gonna have to serve out the rest of his uh of his sentence but that's amazing that they never gave up looking for this guy in a way he was punished because he was not able to watch alf during oh, the, uh, the well. time that it ran in the night i mean it's amazing because bad. um you think of the 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 diligence you know what are the odds of finding this guy after three decades yeah yep uh let's see here how about this an it teacher uh, who threatened students and took some to a strip club while he was drunk during a school trip, has been uh-huh. banned from teaching for three years. So he threatened some and took the others to a strip club. Yep. Uh, this... And only three years he's banned? <laughs> Richard Glenn's behavior was so unacceptable that he was sent home during Long Ridge Towers School's trip to Costa Rica. All right, you can teach in three years. I'm not sure where this school is or what even what country this is in. Uh, Mr. Albania admitted uh, gross misconduct and was dismissed. Uh, The private school cost about um, uh, $6,000 per term. A misconduct panel heard Mr. Glenn, who taught computer science, uh, was one of the leaders of the group of 16 to 18-year-olds that went to Costa Rica. He was supposed to be there until the 18th of July, but after six days, uh, he was sent home by uh, their leader due to his behavior. Now... 
Uh, he is, uh, his actions included drinking with students, allowing one or more to drink alcohol despite being under the legal age of 18. It was in England, by the way. <clears throat> Threatening to kick in the head one of the people and kill another. Telling one student, I'm not in trouble, you're in trouble. <laughs> After being aggressive to one student, he kissed the boy's forehead and told him, you're all right. Oh, my God. So, and he was a computer science teacher? Yep. Taking one or more of them to a strip club acting aggressively towards the woman leading the trip when she tried to help him back into his tent. Wow. And exposing himself to the woman in a shared hotel room, although it was agreed that this was not a malicious or sexually motivated exposure. But the panel said uh, behavior placed one or more students uh, under his care at risk. Uh, there, It added there was no malice or sexual intent in taking the <laughs> students matter. to the lap dancing club. But Mr. Glenn admitted it was inappropriate and unprofessional for him to Failed to control the situation. Now for this computer stuff. Who wants to go see some beaver? Uh, <laughs> after the three years have elapsed, Mr. Glenn will need to apply for the ban to be lifted against him. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, you got a little under five minutes to get us the word for your chance to win some money. Five hundred dollars, President Steve Money Clip. The word is laugh. L a u g h. Start texting, and let's see if you start winning. We're going to take a break. Come back in a moment. We'll have the trash music news lesson question on the way next. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com, and an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are moving forward in this day where it's going to be quite comfy, 76 degrees and uh, partly cloudy skies. But the warm stuff coming tomorrow, 80 degrees. Actually, tomorrow's a really warm day, 85 plus. Holy hell. Yeah, it says 88. We'll see if we get to that or not. But um, Thursday is in the mid-80s as well, like 83 degrees. Then we'll be back to 70 Friday and Saturday. But if you like the warm stuff, man, you're going you're gonna to be a happy person. Uh, right now, we can make you happy by getting you a prize if you can answer our lesson question. We're going to give away two general admission tickets for the Skip Back 2021 Spring Wine Fest. Nice. Uh, which is May 22nd. The question that I have this morning is, what is the upstairs restaurant at the Weston Hotel called? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. What is the upstairs restaurant at the Weston Hotel called? 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while we're waiting for that call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And let's see what we get today. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Charles Shaughnessy, who played the wealthy love interest on The Nanny, says Fran Drescher has an incredibly good idea about rebooting the series. Shaughnessy says Drescher believes... They shouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Homeless encampments immediately returned to the L.A. train station Monday after being removed for the Academy Awards broadcast. Celebrities thanked the destitute for the inconvenience, inviting them to partake of any gourmet food 
left in the dumpsters. Oh, my, oh right. my God. And finally, former Flames Cara Delevingne and Paris Jackson were photographed leaving an Oscars after party together. Paris told reporters her father would have approved of Kara because she dresses like a little boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood dress. All right, hey, we shall see if you do indeed know the answer. What is the upstairs restaurant at the Weston Hotel called? And it is Brian, who is first in, so we're going to go to him. Good morning, Brian. (laughs) I love, love your excitement. All right, what's the name of the upstairs restaurant at the Weston Hotel? That would be the Hamyankel. Yes, yes. One moment, Brian. We are going to set you up, buddy. We are going to give you a, a set of uh, general admission tickets for the Skip Back 2021 Spring Wine Fest, May 22nd. You can uncork the fun with this week's MMR Big Friggin' Deal. This week only, get two general admission tickets for the Skip Back 2021 Spring Wine Fest for only $25. And uh, those supplies are available while they last at WMMR.com. Uh, the keyword is deal. So congratulations to you. Nick, what is this text message here? It's just a nice, um, um, you know, notion of somebody, something that somebody's doing right now. Sitting in the sun and listening to you guys sipping on coffee out of my Good Morning It mug. Oh. Oh. Very nice. Well, enjoy. I forgot. Yes, we do have the Good Morning yeah. It mugs. I don't know if they're still available or not, but you can take a look at WMMR in the Rock Shop because there's always good stuff to be had. All right, let's get to music news. <laughs> Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. I brought to you by Armor Metals and Recycling. Get cash today if you need cash fast. Bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling and walk away with cash today. Located in Pensacola, New Jersey or at ArmorMetalsRecycling.com. We'll start with this. Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day has signed, uh, singled out the band's best single and album and it was in his personal opinion right he said the 10 minute 2004 song jesus of suburbia and the kerplunk album which was released in 1991 are the two best as far as singles and albums go of the song he said jesus of suburbia is the one track that sticks out he said it's so epic i mean i'm not tuning my own horn but i think it encompasses so much about my life and friendship and family And it's flamboyant and big and bombastic. It is one of those moments where I was feeling like I I wanted to take a big risk. And it's so fun to play live, seeing how the entire crowd sings along. It's just one of those songs. Of the album, Kerplunk, Armstrong said that it's kind of autobiographical. We wrote that record when I was 18, 19 years old. And it was at a time before punk became mainstream. And there's something about it that feels like a fanzine. All of us were living together, living in bands together, and it was a coming of age in a way. Uh, he added that he's hopeful that Green Day, the tour with Fall Out Boy and Weezer, can still happen this year. You were going to go to it. In the U.S., had tickets. It was all set. Yep. Yeah. Uh, following his win for Best Original Score at the Oscars on Sunday night, Trent Reznor has revealed that Nine Inch Nails planned on working on their new album immediately. When a journalist asked him backstage how he and Atticus Ross separate their work with the band for scoring films and whether a new Nine Inch Nails album was in the works, Trent said, Ten years ago when we did The Social Network, which is the first film that we worked on, it was just such a great experience. We came out of it inspired, re-energized, and it was working on a medium that we hadn't done before and learned so much that we felt like, hey, 
Let's, hey! Let's do a Nine Inch Nails record. Let's go on tour. And what we tried to do since then is break it up when we do some rock music. We come back and we do some film work. And we've just done three pretty big films in Watchmen, Mank, and Soul in a row. Just two big, three big ones there. I mean, he's killing it. He's, he's killing it. He said we should be on tour, but COVID has presented, prevented that. And we are planning on working on Nine Inch Nails material as soon as and maybe tomorrow. So. Honestly, years ago when you heard the music of Nine Inch Nails, I was always a Nine Inch Nails fan. Do you ever think he would be in this no. position now? No, he was so... Um, it was so out there. Yeah. Uh, at the time, it was really heavy. Saying naughty it, words. It was intense music. So, but yeah, he's he's really made a name for himself in the world of scoring film. And then one last story. Former Metallica bassist Jason Newstead claims that due to various injuries over the years, he wouldn't even be able to play with Metallica today. Even really? if Even if he wanted to. Yeah, he said... My tummy hurts! He said the surgeries kind of set me back. What, what surgeries did he have? I don't know. He said, I can't... I, I kept playing music the best that I could, and I haven't ever been able to come all the way back. I'm like 90-something percent full. I can't play the full Metallica stuff, uh, and I couldn't do the show anymore like that. He spoke about leaving Metallica in 2001 and second-guessing his decision to split. Uh, he said, as, uh, as the times went by in earlier years, I kept asking myself, what if, what if, what if? What if I had stayed? Uh, what if? That kind of thing. And if everybody except... He said, everybody except for maybe my sister, my wife, my dad, and my brothers, and my mom, mm. they told me, you do you. And they were in it close enough with me. They went to enough shows. Uh, they saw enough of the backstage stuff. They saw what took place. And they were like, we get it. You do you. We'll be around for you. He went on to say it took years uh, to subside. Uh, it took, he said, it took for the years to subside, which is really nice. And now I've got 19 years since leaving. And I have a whole other two or three lifetimes since I was in that big thing that provided all of this for me. I'll never talk bad, a bad word about anything like the other guys. They gave me the chance of my life, and I worked as hard as I could. I, I can sort of understand that. The other day I, I, I picked up the zither. Yeah. I couldn't play. No. I couldn't play. Now, I never have been able to play. Oh, but okay. still that realization that you couldn't play, never could, and still can't play. Right. That's got to hurt. It hurt. Badly. Newstead went on to explain that his latest uh, mainly acoustic-based group is far more suited to where he is at musically and physically. That band is called the Chop House Band. I don't even know what a zither looks like. Mm, it's like a, it's, it has a whole bunch of strings on it on a board. It almost looks like a, like a like a pegboard. Mm -hmm. oh. And uh, you like you strum it. You'll see it a lot of it. There you go. It's a oh. picture of it right up in the studio. Oh, okay, that's a zither. And, and I can't play anymore or ever or ever was interested in it. And that is what I have in music news. Uh, let us take a break. Come back in a second and get you closer to winning our Word of the Week prize, which is cash. Kind of been the theme around here for a while. Uh, and see what Pierre's got coming up for you as you head on into this beautiful Tuesday morning. We'll be right back. Stay with us. At 93.3 WMMR, we can be pushy. But in a good way. Enable push notifications in our app so you'll know when there's news you should know. And while we don't do it a lot, when something important does hit the band, we'll make sure you get a heads up. Uh, I would like to thank very much our guests on the program today. We had a lot of fun with our two guests. Christina uh, Hutchinson was on the show. Yeah. Uh, she's local. She's from the area. Uh, lives in uh, Manhattan now, but is a great comedian. And she will be performing at Helium Comedy Club 
Thursday night at 8 p.m. and then on Friday and Saturday, 7.15 and 9.30. Those tickets are available at heliumcomedy.com. Then we had a great conversation with former Flyer great Brad Marsh. Nice guy. Very nice guy and very passionate about this um, bike uh, charity campaign. It's called Every Child Deserves a Bike, and it's for um, kids with disabilities that don't have bikes. They have to have custom bikes made for them. Very expensive. Yeah. You know, it can be four to five thousand. Yeah, they can be over five grand, and they need help with that. During the course of our conversation with them, uh, they were able to raise one thousand dollars. So, wow. let's keep that going. The information's up on our website. Yeah, it's very helpful stuff, and it was cool. He just had some great things to chat about, so it was awesome to have him on. Pierre Robert is here. How you doing, man? Good. I just got my new uh, Rocky Siri on <laughs> oh. my phone. Oh, All right. excellent! Yeah. Did you enjoy it. Oh my gosh! Yes, Rocky. Uh, any questions or well, anything like that? I I did have one. Uh, let me well, let me get my phone out. Okay, uh, Rocky on. Okay, uh, Rocky, dearest Rocky, where do babies come from? From chicks uh, peepee holes. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. He's he's a wealth of knowledge. I mean, that's very important to know. I mean, he, he's in the general area. It's yeah. it's not perhaps the most uh, clinically correct way to say it. Yeah, but... it'll get you close. Yeah, and sometimes close is enough. It's better sometimes... than storks. <laughs> Storks, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah right. no, he's... That'd be crazy. I yeah. love him. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, I did fail to do this. I forgot it's Tuesday. I didn't forget, fully forget, but we do oh, you have... did, yes. We got to give away a tattoo. Oh, yeah. Yes. I've been soliciting for people to text us all morning long, and we have a winner. That winner is Nick Sullivan of Deptford, New Jersey. Nice. Nick of Deptford... We have a $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And uh, don't forget that they are located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. And we didn't get one this week. Maybe we'll have one for you next week. Maybe so. we suggest a large monkey swinging between oh. your nipples. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, there have been... It's we've, been done. If, done you wanna, if you want to do it again, you can do that. So... Remember the Last Supper? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. that's with the cat. That was all yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I believe I was the central figure. <laughs> yes, you were Jesus. I was. <laughs> uh, are there any staff members that are no longer with us that made it onto that person's back? I, you mean like having died? No, no, no. That aren't oh, with uh, on the staff anymore. I don't. I don't uh, know. I don't, maybe Matt. Matt Cord might have been, been there. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he might have been a part of it. Or maybe Randy. Randy might have been on that because mm. that was a while ago. That last yeah. supper. Yeah. And both of those folks are aren't with us at the moment. But uh, uh, th- thank God they're still alive. <laughs> we we had a few people check in that, that have some very special tattoos, like Steve and I's faces on their body, and still love their tattoos. So, knock on wood. That's a good thing. That's not wood you knocked. On. I know. I'm no. just throwing it <laughs> it's out. It's pressed there. pulp. Yeah, it's pressed plastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so we do the letter? Yes. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter R as in ramen. All right. Oh. And we have ourselves $300 to give away from the bagster. The bagster. <laughs> the bagster. <laughs> a dumpster in a bag. Perfect for all home improvement cleanups. Just pick one up today, or uh, you can do it at your local home improvement stores. You buy, fill, and then it is gone. So we'll give that away on Friday, which is great. Uh, what's up today, man? Well, we have on the program a uh, workforce box of Kiss and Blink. 
182, and B-52s, uh, which will be fun. Uh, Kate Pearson's birthday today, uh, and great uh, for a beautiful day <laughs> like this. What? I'm just thinking of now. <laughs> <laughs> Tea time movie. I know. All I think of is Carson when I hear yeah. that voice. John though. Wayne, Fountains of Wayne, and Wayne Gretzky <laughs> in Flop <laughs> the Wonder Jellyfish. That's all the kind of stuff he used to do. Love Johnny. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, by the way, we're going to have Tim McElrath on the program of Rise Against, the lead singer of Rise oh. Against. Uh, they've got a new album out and a great new song, so uh, we will play that and talk to them, or talk to Tim tomorrow. I wanted to uh, plant that seed today. Today, though, also money opportunities at noon and 2, not to forget uh, 4 and 6 with Jackson and 8 p.m. with Jackie Bam Bam who uh, texted me no less than 25 times last night uh, about his presentation of the vinyl cut of Tom Petty. And he mentioned Claire, yes. uh, Steve's wife, several times during the block. And he said, how how did I do it? Did I do the vinyl like you do it? I said, you did it far better than I did it. And he goes, no. And, he's, and I, I finally said, Jackie, I have to stop now. I... I, 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 I I mean, normally I don't go to bed till two or yeah. three in the morning, but it was it was on the early side. So it was like one a.m. I said, "The plane has got to touch down. <laughs> my my wheels are down. The tray tables are stowed. The seat backs are up, and seat belts are fastened. I've got to touch this. I got to get this bird down. Right, right. And he goes, "Okay." And it, I could tell he was disappointed because uh-huh. he wanted to continue yeah. on and on uh-huh. and on. God bless him. Yep. Uh, but uh, he'll and he's been, had been getting some winners at eight o'clock at night. So he well, has. Yeah. Uh, that five hundred bucks. If you don't win it during the day, don't forget to tune into Bam Bam at eight p.m. Uh, and it's Double Shot Tuesday, so we got double shots and some of the mucolits. That's beautiful. All right, I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show. Brought to you today by Villanova and their College of Professional Studies. Pursue the next you. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and A.D. Moyer. Higher quality building materials, fair prices, and trusted experts since 1939. Uh, let's see. What does tomorrow bring us? Tomorrow is Fox Good Day. We yes. do that on Wednesday. Secret text word. And we will have the daughter of Kira Cedric and Kevin Bacon, Sosie Bacon, on to talk about a show that is shot here in our area, Mayor of Easttown. Which we're all really enjoying. Yeah, so we'll have her on and see what else we can get into. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Ba-ba-toot-ba-toot-ba-ba-ba-do-ga-ga-ba-ba-da-ba. We have a unique chance to make history right here in Virginia. On June 8th, we can elect Jennifer McClellan to become the first black woman governor in the United States and put a new leader in office who fights for us all. She spent 15 years in the Virginia legislature protecting voting rights, fighting for health care expansion, and trying to build a brighter future for all Virginians. The experience she brings as a black woman, a working mom, and a community leader is crucial to her ability to listen solve problems, and always uplift the voices of those who have been ignored. This is the perspective we need so that no one is left out of the recovery. Let's go boldly into the future of our Commonwealth. Vote early for Jennifer McClellan for governor in the Virginia primary election or on June 8th. Paid for by Care in Action. Authorized by Jennifer McClellan for governor.